0: And welcome to another episode of Bone Zone, the show where we talk about the show bones and dudes who want a bone. Uh, this is Jax, sitting with me, my delightful co-host, as usual, Zen Lu. Ahoy How's hoy. You? Ahoy <laughs> hoy. <laughs> um, how are you doing? Great. You know, it just occurred to me right before we started recording um, that you have a couple of light drinks before we record. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, girl.
1: I feel extremely self-conscious. Oh, no. Being recorded. Oh. and so Oh,
0: cool. I'm glad I invited so you to do this. <laughs> what, if
1: what you're asking is, are you trying to manage your emotions with alcohol? The answer is yes.
0: <laughs> if, if that's what you're
1: wondering. Uh, absolutely, 100%. And oh. no, I have not developed better coping mechanisms with time. This is my peak. This is where I'm at.
0: I am so sorry. I'm making you do this. Please. I love it. I love it so much. It's the
1: best. I just need to feel less anxious before we start. That's all. Oh, so
0: you're not a narcissist like me. You don't love hearing your own voice. (laughs) Your weird androgynous voice all the time. You know what? I've been listening to the podcast
1: as you upload them. Mm -hmm. And that has been, it was really painful at first to listen because I just pretty much hate everything about hearing myself. You sound great. I appreciate that so much. You're so kind. I just have a lot of personal hangups about it, but it helps me to listen to them again because for one thing, it reminds me of the men we've talked about. (laughs) That's really (laughs) the main reason I listen because I just, I'm trying to, my memory is so fucking poor. Oh, my! god. That if I don't re-listen to them, I will repeat myself
0: every single time. And we
1: probably already do. Yes. But I just, I still need to like remind
0: myself a little bit like you already talked about this guy at length. For the two people who listen to this, jerry hi how's it going uh, <laughs> okay and the and who maybe one other person probably you or me uh i didn't realize uh in the last two episodes i talked about henry cavill in both of them i'm so sorry oh come on i didn't realize it okay let's, let's but the second one really let's dive in set something straight right here yes we are both
1: two adult human beings with full-time jobs yes and we do this in our spare time for fun yes so i think we should be given a little leeway um, to have you know, forgotten everything we have said <laughs> in pretty much every single one of these podcasts, and you know what? That is what is so delightful about listening to it. It's just it's 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 new to us yes. every single time.
0: True. Um, you know, what I can't forget though.
1: Yes, Bones is an orphan. Oh my God! Hey, you know what? <laughs> This episode, episode <laughs> seven, which I meant to write down the title of it because I remember thinking it was oh, so crazy. I
0: forgot. I did. I never pay attention. I to know what the titles it was are. really good
1: though. But can I just say?
0: Of course. I
1: really liked this episode,
0: Zen. It was the best episode so yes! far. Yes. It did not have oh nearly God. as many stupid no. things. And the
1: thing is, I wrote down stuff just to write down stuff, but my heart wasn't really in it Same. for all of
0: them. Zen. At some point, I realized. I wasn't taking notes because I was into the episode I was watching and not paying attention.
1: I teared up at the end.
0: Did I tear up at the
1: end? (laughs) Well, you cried the last time, I think. I cried very easily. I mean, so do I. This time I cried over the righteousness of (laughs) their jobs and their mission. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is so incredibly meaningful. Um, Justice is real. So... (laughs)
0: So let's get into it. To be fair, I did just... This is uh, not related to Bones, but uh, I just saw the movie Birds of Prey. Okay. And at one point, um, there's uh, one of... The main plot point is they're trying to... Hopefully, this doesn't ruin anything. I don't think it does. I mean... They're trying to protect this younger girl. Okay. She happens to be Asian, which is great. Perf. Um, And so it's these, like, five women or four women who have gotten together to and they're protecting her and i started to tear up a little bit because it's just like they're all badasses but like and it's not sentimental but it's just like i was like oh because women are kind of more protective and like willing to do this like and they're banding together and i started to tear up at birds <laughs> of prey after watching like 50 men just get their ass kicked
1: perfect and i, I love like,
0: it oh you know,
1: I get that way, too, when I see those kinds of stories, mm. like, you know, on the screen. I am immediately so inspired. I'm yes. like, I want to do stuff like that. I want to feel like I'm doing stuff Same. like that.
0: I never will. It's fine. <laughs>
1: There's still time. <laughs> so it's not over to. for you, Jack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is this episode about again? Oh, okay. It's coming back to me. Here we go. Season one, episode seven. Yes. Let's do this. It opens with. Yes
1: um a woman <laughs> from the innocence project a lawyer uh-huh coming well no sorry let me no. back up it opens with <laughs> booth and bones. brennan yeah i i just realized i i just need to call her brennan because in my fine. brain that's actually what i say and i have okay. to correct myself every time it's totally fine bones it's too hard temperance brennan yes <laughs> dr temperance brennan, dr. brennan, brennan renowned uh, forensic anthropologist yes. um she's trying to fill out an application for a concealed weapon Mm -hmm. with Booth. I don't know why Booth is handling this paperwork. It's fine. But at some point, she's filling out the application, like my name, because he's like asking her the questions and Mm -hmm. filling it out. And he's like, have you ever been charged with a felony? Yes. And she's like,
0: "Callback." Yes.
1: And I was (laughs) like, what? And it's a callback to the first episode Mm -hmm. when she shot, what's his face from True Blood? Yeah. Yeah. Your guy my dude, um, in the leg. And remember in that episode, we talked about like, are there consequences for this behavior? Can she just shoot
0: people? Turns out there are. Yeah. She got apparently charged for a felony. Yeah. Or at least arrested. Yeah. So there's that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're following up with things and the law does actually kind of apply to them a little bit.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, like, were
0: there ultimately any true consequences for her? at all. No. Why would there be? Um, She's a beautiful, tall white woman. I guess the one consequence
1: being that she Cannot actually carry a concealed weapon now. Um, her stated reason for wanting the concealed weapon <laughs> is to, to shoot, shoot people. <laughs> people. I was like, I don't get it, you but okay, fucking idiot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't. She's so silly. her personality
1: is all over the place.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not so out of character though. She's very blunt, and like that is ultimately what it's for. Why she couldn't say for self defense, I don't know. But, you know, know, it's bones. I
1: think that's also why there were no true consequences. Yeah. But anyway, so that was a fun little callback.
0: She's got a big old necklace on. Yes, but I didn't hate it. It wasn't
1: the worst. No, I thought it was cute. Yeah, sure. (laughs) You know what I also realized while watching this episode? But she wears the same one the whole time. Yes, that was nice. Um, My threshold for all of this stuff, the big necklaces, Mm -hmm. the ridiculous dialogue and all that it's like gotten way higher oh, because yeah. I've just now like become like inured to it oh, over yeah. time with all these great <laughs> episodes. Bo-
0: great vocab word, pal. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That <my> PhD. But
1: <laughs> that's really shiny. That's through. what I learned in engineering school. <laughs> <laughs> Vocabulary. Um, no, yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't even notice it anymore. They say stupid shit and they, she wears dumb necklaces and I have to like remind myself to pay attention because it now just seems like all part of God's plan. You know what I mean? <laughs> it all seems like everything's exactly as it should be <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so yes this uh amy i believe her name is this yes. yeah, defense attorney comes in to Booth's office after immediately after she is denied for the gun and she's like listen we got a stray pube <laughs> Yes. And it really kicks off this whole thing if this guy, Howard Epps, was uh, is on death row, he's going to be executed within a matter of days. For the brutal murder murder of a young girl, like yes. a seventeen year old girl, like yep. beaten to death in a park. Yep. And but the prosecution and even the appeal, they did not allow this one straight pube. Yes, one well one straight pube of evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there was a stray pub that was never allowed to be admitted into evidence at trial the jury never heard about the stray pub because the guy who's on death row from the crime like the pub didn't match him right so nobody ever heard <laughs> nobody i'm glad you enjoy this so much nobody ever heard about the rogue pube (laughs) nobody had a chance to consider the possibility that there was another man that we know was there and maybe he was involved in the murder of this poor girl The
0: joy that it gave me when i realized i got to take a note about a pube that was really (laughs) kicking this whole thing off oh it filled me with joy (laughs) i don't know why it's so funny um i also was writing notes about it that i later
1: crossed out and i kept writing the guy's name down as omar epps (laughs) that is not the murderer's name nope. the convicted murderer's name is howard F. Yeah. um and it apparently i guess was one of booth's earlier case it was like seven years yes. ago booth was the primary investigator he's yes. the investing officer that's why this amy girl from the innocence project is showing up at his doorstep to be like you we we have an obligation to look into this right. you were the main yeah. investigator yeah. there's something fishy here and you know it totally um
0: let's check this
1: pube he's like you're right and so he he's reluctantly like
0: god yeah damn it. i was surprised by how reluctant to be honest because like i feel like booth's whole thing is like he always does the right thing yes but he he's also into trusting his gut and his gut was telling him along with the evidence that this was the guy that's true that's true well despite
1: all of it he but he yeah, decides so to ask for a personal favor yes. from all the squints to be yes. like can you help me just this guy's getting murdered in what like 30 something hours mm-hmm. can you just help me run down these last few leads just to make sure totally. it really is him
0: um, there's so much sexual tension between him and this attorney. I'm so confused. They
1: bring it up right away. Immediately. So like the first thing
0: that like Dr.
1: Temperance Brennan asks is <laughs> are you guys, did you guys have, or like something like, like what's your thing with lawyers? She starts like giving a hard time oh, about like yeah. dating lawyers, boning lawyers, all this stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like, God, this show's heavy-handed with that stuff, huh?
0: Yeah, and he even he's like, w- give it a rest. There's like literally she's like, well, no segue. Asking. It
1: like it just comes out of nowhere every time, and she sounds like this crazy schoolyard girl, like middle schoolers being like, "Oh, do you like her? You have ever think about <laughs> lawyers, huh?" you like, but then Jesus the lawyer Christ.
0: is asking her about. Yes, that's true. The if lawyer she does is it sleeping later with.
1: Look, all of it stuff. is very hatchet job. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so they go then, back to, to the lab. Well then um they meet with Howard Epps. Because oh, Howard right, Epps right, right, right. brings up I don't know how everyone knows that Booth was a sniper, but Howard Epps somehow knows this and is like
1: Oh, I totally missed that.
0: Yeah. I can't, I, because I was so into this, I didn't write it down, but oh. he, I just wrote that he brings up Booth sniping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so like they have a conversation where Booth is like, no, I know you're still guilty. And Howard Epps says something to the effect of. Yeah. You.
0: Something about, they, he brings up his, his role as a sniper. I don't know why.
1: Um,
0: but yes, then we go back to the lab.
1: Where Zach and Hodgins are. <sighs> They're racing beetles. Okay. So I thought they were fighting cockroaches at first. Oh God. And then only later, when someone made some snide joke about them, Mm -hmm. Racing Beatles is like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah. But it genuinely looked like they were like having like a cockroach fight. fight. Yeah. Uh, Very weird.
0: Yeah. Um, and Angela just straight up, says that she's leaving to go have sex because it's Friday night.
1: It's the Friday night. She's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here to go have sex. She mentions she's meeting some guy named Troy. Troy. She tries to get... of
0: course she's meeting a guy named Troy. I mean,
1: what a name. She tries to get temperance to go with her. She's like, Troy has a friend he could call. Mm -hmm. We could make this whole thing. And of course bones it's like no i've got too much work to do on whatever remains i can't yeah. remember at this a point French something French something remains. just came in she wants to work on
0: would you still be friends with me if i had a child and named him troy look like what if what if i was like
1: we live in an age where people name their children stuff that yeah. i just cannot get behind yeah and part right. of me is like If I cut every one of those people out of my lives, I would have no friends, probably. Not that I have friends who have children at this point. Yeah. Or have friends who have named their children anything crazy like that. But, no.
0: Your answer is no, you would not. The answer is no, because I would assume... The answer is no, that you would not be friends with me anymore?
1: The answer is no, I wouldn't cut you out of my life. Oh, thanks. Because I would only assume, because it's you, that you had, like, a real reason for it.
0: Yeah, I named it after this character in Bones.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if that was the reason that a thousand percent we're still friends, obviously, <laughs> like I would be like so behind it.
0: I'm going to have a daughter and a son and one's going to be temperance. The son is named Troy Seely Booth <laughs> Smith. If I have a son, I'm going to make his middle name Seely just for fun. Just for fun. I
1: still don't get that name. I
0: don't either.
1: It's I should Google best. at some point. I'm. It's probably like. I don't know why I say it's probably, like, it, some old... Like, it has some kind name. of something. Yeah, some or cultural something. Or the original
0: author of the books just had a relative named that or something. Maybe. Oh, God, it fills me with joy, though. Um, and then Angela says that life is the cabaret, not work. Zen. Life is the cabaret. Take that in. Drink that in for a second. Oh, Angela. Yep. Such You're a so poet. wise. <laughs> so then Booth comes in, he uh, says to Angela that she's looking good, but I'm pretty sure her outfit doesn't match, and I did not like it.
1: No, I thought she looked not as good as she could have looked. Agreed. She's a
0: beautiful woman. Her skirt was terrible. She's got a slamming bod. Yeah. She was just wearing some weird dowdy clothes. Yeah. Or, like, the jacket was blue, but the skirt was, like, a reddish and black, and, like, it was not a good outfit.
1: None of it made sense color-wise. She was also an artist and I was like, what is this? And then he like whistles at her and she's like, thanks. And I thought that was weird. It, Yeah. Here's the thing. I might be really hypersensitive about this stuff but if I, I have plenty of guy friends, I would never feel comfortable if they ever said anything remotely like that to me. It'd be one thing if they were like, oh, you look nice. I'd be like, oh, thank you, you look nice. That's it. If someone was like, damn, you look nice and then like fucking wolf whistled at me, I would, Probably lose my mind and leave and never speak to that person again.
0: I'm so desperate ri- for a compliment that I would take it. <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> I am so personally uncomfortable with my own sexuality that I would immediately <laughs> shrivel up and die on the spot and be like, "We can never speak again. This is the end of oh. our relationship."
0: I'd be like, "Thank you." <laughs> swirl around. I'd be like, "You're grossing me out. Bye bye." <laughs> I'd shake their hand, and be like, "Thank you." I and that's that. why we're friends, man.
1: We're like we're two sides of the same coin wait that doesn't make sense here we're two sides of a very different coin (laughs) these
0: coins are not the same we're two very different sides of one coin (laughs) i don't know um so then booth is trying to convince brennan to help him with this and then she says sounds like a job for the fbi crime lab Mm -hmm. so like what are the jobs for the fbi crime lab because although they do explicitly say like what they do there but I didn't write it down because I was just, I guess, boring.
1: Oh, Hodgins says it at yeah. some point because I can't remember who asked. Is it Amy who asked? The Innocent no. Project lawyer? Somebody uh, asked.
0: It's either her or Troy. Or Troy. And he's
1: like, we In help identify dis- incorpor- discorporated remains. Yes.
0: What does that mean? I should have looked Remains up.
1: that are discorporated. I assume that meant like outside of the body. Like bones, basically. I thought that's what that meant.
0: No, I have to look it up. Keep talking.
1: Discorporated? I don't know. That's what
0: I assume, (laughs) but like... Um,
1: Yeah, I mean, so she seems weirdly not into it at first. I don't know why I say weirdly, as if she has a real consistent personality at this stage of the show but yeah it's a little bit of a convincing and he's like come on this person's gonna be dead soon if we don't do anything like let's do this and she's like okay fine i'll do this as a personal favor for you very emphatically and then she agrees and then they start looking to it and then she's like oh i need the help of all these other people so she calls everyone back to the lab including angela Mm
0: -hmm. who
1: is with troy with troy who she brings back to the lab because they were in the middle of a date so yes She brings him with, I guess, to like hang out in case she finishes early enough that they can continue their evening. And I got to be honest, I was not into Troy's face. (laughs) I did not think he was that great looking. Like, she's like, I'm about to go have sex with this. She keeps talking about how hot he is. She brings him back to the lab. I'm like, I'm not. I don't think he
0: was bad looking. He wasn't what I expected. Here's the thing.
1: I did again, like I said, listen to our last podcast. Mm. I was very mean to a lot of people. (laughs) And I realized that I can be really harsh sometimes. And you know what? You're getting the unvarnished truth from me over here. That's cool. I just wasn't getting it, it with Troy.
0: Is it because he's not for me, but I can see how he's objectively people can find him attractive. He wasn't unattractive. Correct. Okay. He has yes. a very like kind of, um, Ralph Lauren white guy look. You know, like he's wearing salmon colored. Or like he's into boat shoes on the weekend, and yeah. probably has a
1: boat. I mean, he definitely seemed like a straight up dummy for one thing.
0: Oh yeah, his character—they make him terrible.
1: Yeah, like he's like an airheady dude.
0: Yeah, but um. I don't know. I guess I
1: was just expecting some sort of really statuesque, like incredible face. I, and I was like, your face is okay.
0: Yeah. I was expecting her to bring in. (sighs) Who? Like what kind of good looking guy? um
1: (laughs) oh rack your brain
0: i am because i agree because i couldn't remember what he looked like and so i was like oh that's not quite what i expected you know what i expected someone who looked like more like matt bomer yes looks like like, beautiful even if he was gonna be that dumb frat boy
1: um type Mm -hmm. then like something like a zach efron Dumb frat yeah. boy face. Like yeah, somebody yeah. who's just like so fucking hot, but yeah. like sort of meatheady. And you're yes. like still objectively right. so fucking hot. Right. Troy, not so much, but whatever. He had a very corporate look. Yeah, I'm not doing a good job describing it. All <laughs> I can say is I just wasn't into it. Um, uh, and I was a little let down.
0: Fair. I found it odd that she said that she was going on a date and sleeping with this guy. And he, so it sounds like either like one of their first dates are like very casual but she keeps calling him sweetie and honey and blah blah, blah. i'm just like oh. that's how you speak to somebody who you've who you're like dating like well, who's your boyfriend
1: i would not for a guy like angela though i wouldn't be shocked if she just went right into that
0: straight away oh i would find that off-putting oh same oh i i would not it was not until i was in a relationship relationship i feel like i ever did that to anybody
1: i'm sure women get away with that way more though like if a guy did that to me i'd be so incredibly angry like somebody (laughs) you just first met who's like calling you sweetie or honey i'd be like get away from me true but i'm sure the opposite direction there's a little bit more things we can't
0: do is then call her a nice uh, (laughs) yeah don't don't tell me i look nice don't tell her she looks nice and don't call me sweetie or honey yeah no (laughs) Nope.
1: Display zero interest in me. That's mm-hmm. the kind of relationship Don't make I'm eye looking contact, for. Just walk away quickly. It's so weird that I still I'm, be in love with. I've, you. I haven't had much luck in love. It's <laughs> so odd. <laughs> it's so strange, isn't it? That I, I struggle to form human connections.
0: <laughs> um, so they agree to take on the case. Hodgins is spouting facts about different medieval torture methods. Because I can only assume that he's deeply sexually repressed. <laughs> Um, they send Zach out to go take pictures of the crime scene, even though it was years Seven and years and years, years later. Ago. Um, that's fine. She says, she tells Zach to take a driver, but yes. shouldn't he just be getting a cab? Like what, there are there people who are just driving for the Jeffersonian? Look,
1: I don't know what world this is. I don't get it.
0: I'm obsessed with logistics and I'm apologizing. I appreciate
1: that because these are the things I genuinely don't think about. Because as long as there's like, I mean, as you know, like a semi decent love story between two relatively attractive people, (laughs) I'm all in. I can overlook (laughs) almost anything. So, um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it makes it sound like the Jeffersonian just has like drivers Drivers on staff or something. Which maybe
0: they do. I don't know. Why would not he just take a cab? Anyways, yeah, great question. So he goes to the crime scene with his uh, very expensive camera, starts shooting pictures, and then it's the first—I want to say maybe the only time—that the music has helped, like underscore with their score, like what it is he's like supposed to be like taking a picture of. Like the music swells when he starts like noticing huh. things. And I was just like, guys, what are we doing here? I don't think I even. It was weird. I was, wow. Yeah. Okay. But again, it I was wasn't fine. Close It was just kind of like unexpected. I don't think they would really do that in the future. But Zach um, starts seeing things and puts together something. They're
1: in the box of evidence they get, like mm-hmm. or in well the boxes of evidence they get. <laughs> I don't know why I assume there was just one, mm-hmm. but they're like pulling, th- they're going through all the evidence again from the case. Yes. And there had been like a shard, a piece of paper with like numbers on mm-hmm. it that was found on her body mm-hmm. and they had thought it was a phone number but they had like traced the phone number back to some woman in a nursing home yeah. that had no connection to her but then he's like taking pictures of the park area and he realizes the numbers were not actually a phone number it was like a time and a location for like where in the park to go mm-hmm. like some gate and then like a parking spot right. or something so that's what he's realizing um, and Hodgins calls him an idiot savant
0: <laughs> <laughs> also he calls out a well first of all did you see Angela's belt? It's a big belt.
1: I noticed it when uh, Booth whistled at her. But like I said, I think, again, my tolerance level for these things that set me off so quickly in the first episode. Now I like I barely notice oh, it. Boy,
0: is it a big belt? My tolerance is is so high now. OK. I'm just like, oh, yeah, a big belt. Um, but Hodgins says that Zach has a photographic memory. Yeah, that's right. Which was like.
1: Has that come up before?
0: It has not, and, like, is this the best use of something like that?
1: Yeah, you're right. It was, like, ten digits on a piece of paper, and yeah. that's a good point. Maybe they're just seeding I mean, this trying in, to solve and it's going to come back later. So I guess
0: that is good, but I was just like, oh, I feel like that's, like, a big deal, because it's a very rare thing, That though I think sometimes people think it is, like, fairly common, and it's definitely not. No. It's extremely rare, and whatever but um but also that's a
1: good point because the interesting part or the the impressive part was not that he remembered the numbers but that he was able to make the connection between the fact that there were a bunch of numbers around in the environment Mm -hmm. and that that actually matched up to those numbers extremely it was like a sherlock holmes style deduction it wasn't like a like
0: oh i memorized numbers because i have a photographic memory kind of thing good point anyways um so based on this bones realizes that they have to exhume the victim's body she looks, she smiles kind of when she says it and it's weird.
1: Well, wait, because of the, the shadows on the x-rays, right? Yes. Cause like part of the thing that they pull out from the evidence box is right. like all these x-rays of the body and they see these shadows that had been explained away as bone particulates, right. but they realize this isn't bone cause the density off. It's something else they it's need like to exhume the body to figure it out. Yeah. The other thing that happened though, that I mm. did actually make note of cause I was like, what the fuck? Um, she's looking over the dress that the girl was wearing when she died Mm -hmm. and she's like looking at it under a magnifying glass to like pick up all the details that would not otherwise be visible to the human eye, mm-hmm. and then she finds a giant bone shard, and she was like, "Oh, they missed this during the original investigation. How did that happen?" And she literally picks up the bone shard with her forceps, and then it pulls like the camera pans back so you can just see her in full frame, and it's like the biggest fucking bone shard I've ever. It's just so big. It is, and it's, it's at like, least the size of like a nickel. Easily view, see, like um, visible with the naked yeah. eye. You don't need a magnifying glass for that. Good question. I don't know how they missed that the first time around. That's incredible. That's an incredible miss. Yeah. These people are incompetent. Yes. But the way that it's treated is like they found this incredibly intricately small That only they could figure it out. So microscopic that only bones pouring over the dress again for the second time seven years later could have found it. And I was like, that thing is the size of a fucking kidney bean. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Um,
0: but yes, un- not really important to the plot. I wasn't... I. I think I was only half paying attention maybe because I wasn't sure or I just maybe I just can't remember. I wasn't sure if it was the bone that she was remarking upon or the thing stuck in the bone.
1: Well, I don't think she necessarily. Yeah, I think ultimately when they looked at like like looked at the bone. But when she made that remark, she was talking about the entire bone. Self. Well, when she made that comment, like, oh, I can't believe they yeah. missed this. Yeah, it she's was talking about the fact that they missed a complete bone. <laughs> fucking bone shard on the dress. But then, yes, the important part was that when they gotcha. looked at it under a microscope, it was actually something else, and I can't remember what anymore. It was gravel. like quartz. Well, she said something about it was like quartz embedded inside It was like a whole bunch of shit. Look, particulates, man. That's Hodgins' deal. So it's it's was, not my deal. <laughs> it is indeed
0: his deal. <laughs> um. So Bones looks eerily happy when she says that they have to exhume the body. So then they have to go to a judge's house at 1 a.m. Um, to get him to sign the order because they only have... They have, like, less than 24 hours to figure yeah. this out. Yeah, clock's ticking down this whole time. And the judge has an open robe. Yeah. And he's in all his glory. Yep. Although I will say, he seemed like a smart guy. <laughs> and I was yes. like, this guy's asking the right questions.
1: I didn't hate him, even though he weirdly came in with his robe open. Yeah. And then when... Bones asked Bones was like, so can close you it. close that robe? He was like, he said something really bitchy back. Yeah. Like, um, I don't normally, like, like it's 1 a.m. And you're in my apartment asking yeah. for this. I'm not going to fucking close my
0: robe. Deal with it. Kind it's of a thing. home. It's not an apartment. He's a judge, son. It's very weird. He can own his own home. <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't be crazy. <laughs> Unlike the rest of Because was my- I looking at that home to see what a judge's house looked like and was disappointed? Yes. Maybe he just lives very modestly i think there was not a lady in that home probably it was not very masculine he did, i mean there's no mention like of it. his wife yes um i can't imagine why he was a dashing he but he's got, he he is he got con- a dashing figure.
1: <laughs> yeah any guy who refuses to close his robe around like strangers is he definitely the romance. guy that like he's gonna picking up woo, a lot of chicks he's gonna
0: woo you right off your so feet so gross but he signed but the, the order, yeah. to
1: be fair. He's like swayed by a valid argument. He's like, you're right. We need to find out more just to be sure we're actually putting the right man to death.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then in the car ride, is it on the way back when Amy, the lawyer, does that same thing we just talked about? Where I think
0: it's on the way there, maybe.
1: Out of nowhere, she's just like so. I'm picking up a bit of a sex vibe.
0: Yeah, between she just gets right into it. Yeah, like literally, she's no awful.
1: warning. I don't even know what they were talking about before, if anything. And she's just well, like pick up to, a sex vibe.
0: They always cuts to random convos in the car. You're right. They love. I have started convo. noticing that more
1: because you brought it up in the beginning. So now I oh, actually yeah. do notice that stuff.
0: They a booth and her always chatting, and he's always getting annoyed by whatever she's asking. Right, right, right. They love a cutting to the suburban uh in the middle of a car ride type of convo so
1: bones so they, is obviously very defensive no we're just friends or mm-hmm. like we work together i just help him because he asks as a favor and mm-hmm. she says i think she says something she said about that, how the truth is important or something to kind of explain herself i don't know maybe oh, that's they're later both,
0: they're both looking for the truth or they, something. like
1: yeah so, like whatever that's fine mm-hmm. um But yeah, so they get back to the lab, and then the exhumed body is brought in so quickly. it is gross. It's gross. And this whole time, Angela has been telling Troy, like, stay, go to the lounge, stay away from here. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, I guess, probably to hide the fact that what she does can be a little gruesome at times. But still all... Like,
0: why would she be ashamed of that? Right, see, that's The 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 level of shame that they carry, like, particularly she carries around for some reason, is so, like... Anyone else, literally almost anyone else would be be like, dude, check this shit out. And everyone would be like, what? Because everyone loves like... A gross hospital story, or like a cop story. Like everyone wants to know when you bring but that shit up like, at dinner. Not even that it's
1: gross. It's like they're doing something so
0: important. Yeah, of super course, important. It's a, about More homicides. So than- Obviously, it involves dead bodies. You and idiots. Troy is like, I thought she was an artist. Like, right. fuck off. Troy, Troy
1: <laughs> stumbles in right as they're bringing in the gross exam body, and he's like, "You are a bunch of freaks. This is so gross." And I'm like, okay, this is how I know he's truly dumb because who says that to people in law enforcement?
0: Who writes that line? I don't
1: know, but what kind Why- of person? sees people trying to rectify a wrong by like trying to find the true killer of a poor girl I feel
0: like that was written by someone who is like definitely (laughs) was bullied at some point it was so stupid because it could have easily been like oh i can't say for this like i'll call you it was the most
1: manufactured conflict of all time it was like nobody would say that no one would think that like, somebody might be like, ooh, that's a little gross. Or, like, I can't believe that's what you look at every day. I wouldn't be able to do that. Or, yeah. like, that's really intense.
0: Yeah.
1: But, like, who would be like, you're a bunch of freaks. You're a bunch of weirdos. I thought you were an artist. And it's it like, was what? So,
0: it's such a very unnatural reaction.
1: That's I when I, I knew Troy was dumb. I mean, we already knew Troy was dumb, but, like, that was
0: but really But that was the just deal. a really nice <laughs> confirmation that I don't have to like this man. Which is great. Um... Bones taking a hard stance on the death penalty. Yeah, I was, I was su- okay with it. Oh, okay. I was surprised. I have no feeling on her feelings, but I was just surprised that um, a uh, a network would allow their character to take such a hard stance on something and that is fox. That's pretty <laughs> controversial, but <laughs> it is fox. But it's not like it's fox news. Like right. it's just. Fox. yeah 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 so i was uh i was surprised i mean the Which argument she made was
1: hard to fight like to argue back 100%. she was just like what about those people who committed genocide in Rwanda and murdered children at right. their desks in school yes. like beheaded them at their- like you can't be like no those people should live <laughs> you know like no one's really fighting back about that I, was,
0: I feel like they are often on this show in particular very they usually have bones and booth take w- opposite right moral ground. So I was surprised it was just like, nope, we're just going in hard.
1: That's true. I mean, with Booth you see him grapple a little bit with it in that like you it seems like he accepts that it is the reality because that is the law and yes. because he is so straight laced he like upholds the law Right. but you can tell there's a little bit of internal struggle over mm-hmm. whether he believes the death penalty he's is also correct. Catholic. Correct. Yeah. And Amy's there to be like the straight other side of it where she's all about like we should be abolishing this. This is so inhumane. Right.
0: But even at the end of
1: the episode oh, yeah, so you see I her question get, that. I,
0: yeah. It's just surprising because usually yeah. on big shows like that or on big networks, no one that's a good point. It's usually, yeah, very they usually gray. steer away from
1: these crazy topics, yes,
0: yeah, they steer away 100%. Um, um but, yeah, but yeah, so
1: basically, they exhume her body, they realize it's what it's like gravel pavement shit, so they know that she wasn't killed where she was actually found. Um, they discover that she was actually having a sexual relationship with her godfather a friend of the family at the time and their
0: lawyer right yeah
1: the family's lawyer so it's like there's all these like new things thrown into the mix Mm -hmm. they threw particulates analysis realized she was killed in like some marsh or something Mm -hmm. so it's like literally like twenty ten whatever the fuck very few hours to go they like rush to a nearby marsh that they've narrowed down because of some combination
0: of like pollen water and grass or something that they found that oh your favorite holograms are back.
1: Oh, there's so much holograms. Angela
0: tossing them real world she variables. Like, I've I don't come think up with, she with a 3D, 3D module. That. I'm pretty sure she said the words 3D module or something. Amazing. There's nothing modular about it. And <laughs> um, the once again, she has to include goddamn sound effects oh my god i think i blocked that out again oh, but and, yeah you literally see a hand like crushing yes, with a crowbar and the there's skull. like a crunch. <laughs> and i was just like and i when i realized what's about to happen i went to reach for the mute on the remote and i was too late <sighs> no it's like son of a bitch there is bone cracking in everything and it makes me fucking crazy this one wasn't as bad as is a yeah. crunch slash thud yeah but again birds of prey Harley Quinn literally jumped like a man has his legs up on a table and she jumps down on them and breaks them. No. And, I, and then they show. I can't believe you watched that movie in the theater then. Now that I think about it. I know. And I knew it was going to happen, but I was like, it looks good. I want to support Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Cause she's really looking to me for support. That's so good of you. But like women and. It, yeah. And you're such a true fun. fan. Um, well, but I was like, f- and as soon as I saw this guy put his legs up on that table, I was like, fuck me. This is, and she's up high. Uh-oh. I was like, this is going to happen. And that did. And I like, like how you have like a sixth sense oh, to know when people's bones are going to break. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. It is a horrible gift. Wow. Yes.
1: I'm pretty much surprised almost every time. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But yeah, so the holograms are back. Way better than the last
1: episode. They look great. They look incredible. So true to life. (laughs) The most incredible technology you ever did see. Um,
0: So yes, they go to... Dig up the fire poker thing or crowbar thing. They think they're going to find a murder weapon. Oh, no, tire iron. Tire iron. Right, right, I wrote that, but it looks, my handwriting is bad, so I thought it said five in (laughs) I-N-N, and I thought it said fire iron, tire iron. Here we go. So you go to dig that up. Booth doesn't want to get his $1,200 suit. Okay,
1: giving. I wrote down, can an FBI agent actually afford a $1,200 suit? I
0: wrote, how does he afford that? Good. Exclamation point. I can't mark. afford that. No. And I'm, well, how much does an FBI agent make? I'm guessing, and he's higher up, but I can't imagine he makes more than like he's 80, not, yeah, 85 Yeah, he's still grand. like a
1: field agent, so yeah. he's not like super management level.
0: I mean, he does have a big big office. Yeah. So, but like, nonetheless, like, you're not making even hundred grand. That's what I would assume because I feel like
1: government salaries are notoriously low.
0: Yes. And he's
1: sitting over there. I'm sure
0: he's got great health insurance.
1: Sure. And he gets (laughs) a great holiday calendar. So, (laughs) I mean, it all works out in the end, but, um, yeah, he at first doesn't even want to help dig, even Mm -hmm. though again, they've got like an hour left to go to really figure out if this guy's fucking the killer or not. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, my $1,200 suit. And then bones basically shames him and he starts helping to dig Mm -hmm.
0: and they end up finding
1: drum roll. More bodies.
0: I mean, I got to say, it was kind of a fun twist. It was. I didn't see it coming. It was like, oh, shit, guys. And I obviously never remember any of these episodes. So I was like, ooh, what is this? And it turns out that Epps is guilty, but he didn't want to. He knew that he was being put on death row and that he was going to be executed. So in order to stay that he sends them to his, like, killing fields where he's dumped all their bodies so that then they have to continue their investigations to right. figure out how, you know, he was involved in all of them so he doesn't more die. More delays, more appeals. So
1: smart. He's using
0: the system uh, to his
1: advantage to prolong yeah. his life. And it was basically, like, I think booth gets really angry once they dig at the bodies or because he realized he was like we got played he's like it works out either way for him he beat us because either we exonerate him on accident Mm -hmm. and he's free or we find the bodies realize that he's a serial killer but then he spends the next 10 whatever however many years just caught up in these trials and stuff so it's like oh what an interesting and unexpected ending yes it's kind of the first not loss, but, like, you know, the team, like, so far, they've they, just been, like, solving, like win, murder yeah. solving murder, solving meter. Yeah, you just feel bummed. And everyone right. in the show feels bummed at the end. Yeah. They, at the end, go and confront Epps. And they're like, we know, mm. like, what you did. And, like, that's when the Innocence Project woman, who, up until this point, has been so staunchly yeah. against the death penalty. she shook yeah he finally turns and he like reveals his true colors he's like he's a good actor too yeah like because had, I was convinced of his innocence totally because he seems so pitiful and yeah. earnest and he's like please it wasn't me like please help me look into this pubic hair um, <laughs> he's like I didn't do this that all this stuff pube ain't mine so compelling so believable but then at the end he finally like turns and his face changes and he's like basically says something really crazy to this girl like who knows by the time the trials are over like maybe there isn't even a death penalty yeah. at the end isn't that what you want we actually want the same same things and it creeps her so much that she just has to get up and leave because it's so gross.
0: He's broken her. Yeah. She suddenly, (laughs) (laughs) you
1: watch the moment where she basically, it's like with that loss of innocence thing where she just, everything kind of crumbles and everything she thought she believed in is gone. It's really great.
0: I mean, it was a good, a really good ending. Um and so he Epps grabs uh Bones's hand oh, at yeah. the end and so I again fucking bone breaking she like breaks his wrist oh, and her yeah, yeah, hand yeah. um and in a rare moment of clarity she jokingly says that maybe she shouldn't have a gun.
1: Yes. Shockingly. Yeah. She realizes and then
0: Booth is so angry he's like I'm going to give you mine. Yeah. Ha. Ah. And then you think it's over but then we're back at the Chinese food place. Yes. So, everyone's drinking and sad yes it's just the two of them yes um and so the guy says he tells them that they need to bones and booth that they need to learn how to relax and blah blah, blah. and so but Bo, uh, booth says something to, to him about relaxing and the guy says that he'd be breaking about six different laws just telling them what he does for fun yeah and in my little brain i just went what what laws would they be? Because that's a lot of laws. So here's my theory. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. He came up with a whole backstory for Sid. He snorts Coke. Okay. This is like his weekend, right? Yeah. He snorts Coke. grabs some sex workers. Yes. And then they go eat <clears throat> some shark fin soup. <laughs> <laughs> that's true he's he's a uh, chinese restaurant guy yeah. like yeah then he'll buy like buy some exotic animals maybe
1: go gamble in an underground chinatown One gambling percent den. yeah
0: then he drives home in a vehicle that's like got nitrous or some bullshit that's or not he steals legal. a car and drives home i don't see him stealing a car oh <laughs> i considered this and i was like no no Sid wouldn't do that no. that's, <laughs> he wouldn't get caught okay okay and then maybe smoke some weed I was going to go with weed or I put, I decided on um, illegally imported Cuban cigars. Ooh, both. I like that. Night.
1: I like it all. I like, I'm glad you thought th- through. Yes. <laughs> I did not.
0: I just heard this that line
1: and I was just like, eh. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what does sin look like? Although the food made me hungry when he like brought it. It was like Why do you apple think pie I got Chinese and food then like scallops tonight? and like fried rice. Or something. I was yeah. like, that actually sounds kind of good right, right now. Oh mm-hmm. God, now I'm going to go home and order late night Chinese food and be disgusting.
0: Um, I will say, so then bones gets a little bit heavy at the end. Yes. And Booth kind of calls her out on it, which I appreciate. But she says how she can't separate herself from the people like the that she's working on, like the bones and stuff. But like that's literally what you told Zach to do in like the previous episode or whatever. Of Wait, just like I don't remember this at all. Oh, she totally does. Jesus Christ, did I like black out? Because you think it's gonna. Be the end of the episode, but then they go back to the Chinese food place. And so, she and Booth... Wow. Right before the food comes out, um, he's depressed because it feels like they didn't win or whatever. And she's like, no, this is important. And... Yeah, that's the part that made me tear up. Right. And then she says something about um, how she can't separate herself from, like... The people that she you know is Working on and stuff and I was like um Excuse me yeah you've been yelling at people All season about about how you turn your shit Off yeah um but okay
1: Bonesies look She's inconsistent as ever
0: yes Um and then I was just surprised that They had apple pie but It seems to have a lot going on I mean he again his whole
1: thing Is knowing exactly what you need you don't have To order so I guess that also means Pulling random menu items that you wouldn't expect to See on a Chinese restaurant menu out of your ass
0: i mean they often do have mozzarella sticks so i guess (laughs) well i can't get i can't wait to get to that uh oh no just in chinese food places in life they do a lot of places do yeah they have like weird i don't think
1: i've seen that before
0: they have like weird american like french fries and stuff oh
1: huh yeah okay interesting yeah.
0: well i i had to say that like i was i was really
1: appreciative of when bones got on her soapbox this episode because again booth which, is there being which one oh which so many but when she <laughs> when but when booth is being really down about like oh my god we let him beat us he, oh, he played yeah, us yeah, yeah. but i liked when she would kind of interject and be like you know what it doesn't matter because it was important to find these bodies because it's basically important to find justice for these women totally. to like to have never known that they were here right. is not fair um, and I think she says something to that effect, too, at the end, which is what made me tear up because he was, again, so down. Yeah. And he was kind of like, again, like we lost or whatever. And I think she says. I'm trying to remember, but she kind of goes again on this whole thing about. Like what's important. The truth is the something. Tr- yeah. Like yeah. finding the truth and like making sh- like that is like its own form of justice or whatever. Right. I have to rewatch it at this point now. I, I mean, like I literally watched this 45 minutes ago. I've already forgotten <laughs> everything that was said, even though it touched me so much that I cried. It's fine. I can't remember a single part of it. But I just really liked it because, you know, I love all of this true crime stuff and like One of my favorite things about, like, one of my favorite podcasts, My Favorite Murder, is because Mm. they talk about so much about how so many of these cases, especially with marginalized groups, especially Mm -hmm. with women, Mm -hmm. it just gets forgotten and pushed on the rug because people just don't care and they don't
0: think it matters. Or they they only focus on the murder instead of the the victim. Yeah, and and they just don't think these people matter a lot of the time. And it's just, like, so... God help you if you're black or a sex right. worker or a black sex worker. Like if you're a quote Good unquote God. high risk population. Totally. And it's
1: like, I really appreciate, even though I don't even know if that's what she was getting at. Cause this is like 2005. Right. I don't know. But <laughs> and it was probably just me extrapolating what I wanted to hear about well, it. It's fine for myself. But I was just like, that's so right bones it does matter <laughs> no matter who or what it is you know like no matter the outcome it matters so like that's what made me get super emotional and then i that's was fair. like this was a great episode it, despite
0: shitting on it for the last however many minutes it really was a it good was episode very good. there was not a lot of s- dumb stuff said i mean not as as bad as yes mo- usually the one know?
1: thing i did me- forget to mention that i did end up giving one bones tally to mm. there was
0: no booth tally for this one there was mm-hmm. one
1: bones tally there's only one necklace Oh yeah. But um, the one thing I did give the bones tally to was when they were digging in the marsh at Mm -hmm. like the last second of the episode to frantically try and find the murder weapon Mm -hmm. to stay the execution, but instead find two additional bodies. She just starts randomly asking Booth about his sex life while they're digging. Like in this high pressure moment, they've been up for like 40 hours straight. And like they're in the midst of like maybe finally uncovering this incredibly important piece of evidence Mm -hmm. um, to exonerate this man.
0: She's just like,
1: yeah you and all your sex partners whatever you would normally be doing on a weekend you know like blah 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 and i'm like what is happening
0: and he says like really this is what we're talking about yeah but to Correct. be fair right, that's totally something i would do what i'd totally you're be like w- in the middle of a marsh for i would like a be murder making weapon? i'd be making light chit chat okay i feel Just like you're to, being really generous right now uh, No, i, I totally don't would. i you would be doing that i think i would <laughs> Just, I mean, to be like, so you obviously you?
1: know yourself better than what I do. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and be like, "No, Jax, trust me, you wouldn't."
0: I mean, ma- maybe I wouldn't, but like, I'm nosy She's is the not thing, the word. Jax. I'm curious you are a about you. that has
1: tact? <laughs> you are a person that knows the time and the place
0: for things. Like, you- I could not ever imagine you doing this. I mean, maybe not. I did think it was funny that like she was like, you know, be very careful when you're digging and stuff. And then they're just later chomping at it. Just yeah. Boom, boom, and she's boom. like, so yeah, who are you
1: having sex with these days? All your sexual
0: partners. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Well, no, she starts by saying, what would you usually be doing during the weekend? Yeah. Great idle banter. <laughs> 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 So uh, what would you normally know be doing if I you mean, weren't out here
1: in this marsh digging
0: up a body? As someone who often, if I meet someone new, will just pick, and I'm just like one-on-one with them, I'll like, so what are your hobbies or something? I, I guess I was more... I don't feel like you've ever asked me that. Oh, I absolutely have to other people, maybe not you. Because <laughs> it was already so apparent what my hobbies were. <laughs> you're, you're like, we are the same. I don't need to ask her. <laughs> I um, It's usually when I'm on, like, I who was I just talking to? I was talking to somebody, and it was just, oh, a co-worker, and we were uh, walking to dinner. Oh. Um, and I, I hate, like, awkward pauses. And so we had been talking about work or whatever, and then that kind of came to it's organic and so i was like so Wynette, like what do you what do you usually like what are your hobbies like what do you again into? to be clear you weren't digging up bodies at the N- time i mean no it's way but more it's appropriate of a time ch- nah, okay fine yeah you're right <laughs>
1: no i mean look it's fair again well, i'm just I, I finding love, things I to love, nitpick at this point I I i've already ch- said ch- i love this episode so <laughs> it's totally fine <laughs> okay I'm just being a bitch at this point. Uh, It's become clear to me over the last couple episodes of this podcast that that is my role. You're the one who comes in and is just like, can we not be so judgmental? And I'm one being like, they're ugly. I hate them. They don't deserve to be there.
0: Here's the thing. That's typically my default also. I have to be, I've been told, mostly by my father, um, how incredibly negative I am. And so I have to make a sincere and conscious conscientious effort constantly to not Mm -hmm. be like that Um, like it's a constant no joke like I'm very cognizant of it and I have to try to be like no don't be so judgmental blah 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 and I think I have I like I've actually had to work on it over the last probably like five years to be like I need to not be I still am
1: (laughs) wait so if you're too negative what does that make me (laughs) Wait a second. Am I just like the most abominable person on earth? What the fuck? Your dad would meet me and be like,
0: Jesus Christ. (laughs) He'd be like, how does this girl have friends? Who speaks to her? I I have had... A couple of people, they were kind of joking, but they called me mean. Oh no! And so I just. I've also been called mean. <laughs> I called up my brother. That makes me laugh. I couldn't sleep. And no. I called my brother cr- and just started crying. was like, Am I mean? Like, am I a mean oh. person? Then I realized I was talking to the wrong person because he's worse than I am about it. And he was like, You're the nicest. What yes. do you mean?
1: <laughs> he's like,
0: You're so kind and gentle with everyone. <laughs> and like my dad doesn't think i'm an empathetic person even though i am and like i've worked I on mean, it so it's just granted he's the least empathetic person on the do planet do our parents truly know us no not at all i mean look my if parents my don't. parents were to describe me right now
1: I or think at least they know the version of me that i present to them exactly i think they know i think they would get a score like four out of ten probably yeah and um you know, I also think personality changes depending on the person you're talking to. So like there are totally, some people yeah. who I like go hard on them because that's our relationship and those people would call me mean. That's the but thing, but we also like, always laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> we also laugh about how I brutalize them verbally every time we spend time together. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are some people who I would never do that to That's
0: my default and I enjoy it so much. Here's the thing. When you meet someone who can take it, oh, it's, it's so hard. It's usually very tall white, white guys. Not, it's and so hard to not Here's just go for it. the thing. I'm fucking great at being mean. <laughs> I'm very perceptive and so I can just hit you where it fucking hurts. <laughs> and so I have had to just like I don't even realize that I do it. It's one of I'm very self aware, but I definitely have blind spots and sometimes I don't realize how much I do it to people. Again, mostly white men. Yes. And so I have to be like, ooh, you need to reel that back because sometimes it's like too much. It's usually dudes who I do this to, like my guy friends. They don't feel like they can do it back to me. And so it's really just me bullying them. Oh, I think I think I, I let people hit me back just as hard. I
1: usually laugh really hard anytime oh, someone yeah. says anything about me. I mean, it's just—it's when somebody gets me really good, I can't help but feel like <laughs> yeah. that was incredible. Like, I like you deserve <gasps> props for that. That was so good.
0: I am so sensitive. I don't—I don't know if there's anyone who really gives it back to me. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's just me being me. <laughs> so maybe that's a slight difference between us. I'm just like, I will punch you in the face. You punch me in the face. No problem. I would be, I, I think I'd be fine with it if someone gave it back to me. But I don't think people usually do. Maybe because I'm too obnoxious and they're afraid to do it. Which would be fair. Look, I, I don't know. feel that way
1: about you. But that's very self-aware of you to, to, to put that out. And very kind of you to make such a conscientious, conscientious effort I try to be more even-keeled. If you only knew the thoughts I'll in be my the, head. I'll be the extreme one in this <laughs> partnership, okay? I have no problem. Again, I was listening to some of the things I said last podcast. I was like, <laughs> if this podcast had any real listeners, oh, God. I would be me Too'd and canceled the hell out of this already. <laughs> same, like, I would same. be gone. So, like, that's fine. I'm okay with that
0: it is what it is no one's listening so you don't like, have to like me yeah i know oh man well but i'm also depending on who i'm with it's also i find it easier in the way that it's when you're with another person and they get very scared about something it's easier yes. for you to be calm about it yeah i think because you take up the like fuck these guys it's easy <laughs> God, the truth comes
1: out. Josh is like, I agree. You are too extreme. No,
0: no, no. It's easier for me to be like, uh, and take that other side of it, even though I, pro- I agree with you. We bring, okay, we need to bring something to the table.
1: I say the stuff that you know better than to say, and then you try to balance it out so that people listening aren't immediately repulsed.
0: I, did i edit out something that i said last episode while i was editing really yeah, yeah i did what i'm not gonna tell you no, oh damn not. all right tell me later tell I me know. later because <laughs> i'm like nope and i have done it before oh that's incredible like if someone knows me then they're not gonna take it the wrong way sure. but if they didn't then they might of think course. i'm an asshole that's or something the truth so of anybody, like, you know yes of course Which is why I need to be a bit easier on people, like, when I read interviews and stuff, and people are so, people are just angry at the world. Yeah. And the state of the world that it's currently in, because it does kind of suck. Yeah. So, when they're, like, with the Kevin Hart tweets from, like, 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, yes, they were shitty, but he did apologize for them. And it was, like, fucking 10 years ago. Yeah, like... God only knows the number of dumb things I say now. Then whatever dumb shit I yeah. said ten years ago. Oh my
1: God, the person I was ten years ago sucked ass, and I, I know it.
0: I don't even remember. Who I, I hate I was that 10 fucking person. Ago. If I met her now, I would hate her because I was twenty three and twenty three yeah. year olds are just fucking annoying. Exactly. So like, I'm much more not to condone what he did, but like, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to cancel him from the fucking Oscars right. for that because like people make mistakes. I don't
1: think it's reasonable to not acknowledge that A, everyone makes mistakes mm. and B people change.
0: Yeah. 100%. And whether or
1: not he truly changed and just got better at mm. like managing his media presence, I don't fucking totally. care. Like yeah. something that's ten years ago, it's hard for me to really get that angry he doesn't I mean, strike me as like actually homophobic i mean look there's always gradations like what was it with 100%. like Jeff sessions and like karetta scott king was like this guy sucks like 20 years I don't know, uh, however I long mean, ago yeah. like yeah i mean somebody Depends like on the that individual. telling you are that he's like genuinely a racist like right. i mean i don't know that that goes away right but um yeah i mean i think you have to yeah take every situation individually and right. consider it for yourself and decide
0: agree also yeah. i was surprised that twitter was around 10 years ago
1: doesn't oh my seem god, like it's isn't been that, that long, terrifying?
0: Right? No, it doesn't, but has it? I guess so, because that's how long Jesus it will go. It makes right? old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, that's terrifying. Anyways, dudes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> men, we liked it. So, anyways, solid bones episode. Solid bones. Real episode. high point for this season. Yes. I actually wrote down men this time because Ooh. I feel like I come unprepared every time and it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Equally as hard on
1: herself as i <laughs> I will be the first to say that I can put in more effort. So,
0: (laughs) okay,
1: I am currently between jobs. Yes, and I have been watching so much trash television, so much trash. I support it. I'm on a rom com bonanza, Mm -hmm. and it is excellent. I recently watched something I'd never watched before, the Mm -hmm. Jane Austen book club, which I was I've heard of it. So about
0: yes, I was. I'm ready to into it. Google
1: whoever this guy is, Hugh Dancy. Oh yeah, he is so fucking cute, and he's a. Adorable in this movie he plays this younger man which at this point in my life i'm all about yeah, and course. he's like crushing a heart on this older woman that he's just like so blown away by but he's like too scared to really make a move which again i find very adorable mm-hmm. and he's like this skinny white tall lanky guy but oh, he's, he's so beautiful he's so your type it is it's the most my type i've ever felt like anyone has ever been in my life yeah, and i, I saw him and i was like that's the dude if that person existed in like a real life version that I could meet, that's mm-hmm. the guy I would be all about. One hundred percent. Other rom com Call plus One. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Please. <laughs> no, go go.
0: Um, when you mentioned dudes who are younger that you're into, yes, I think maybe. Wait, did I see? Yeah, we saw Little Women together. Correct. Fucking Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God! Yes, he's got the cheekbones of a god. And he's just so cute and charming, even when he's being a little dick, that you're just like, I mean, in the movie, not in real life, but I, I'm just like, oh, you're yes. so cute. You're not at all my type in terms of like body type because right. he's very skinny or whatever, but God, is he cute. You know what the thing is? He's so still cute. on
1: the verge of not really quite bonable to me.
0: Yeah. Still too baby. Even though he's probably 20 something. Yes. But yeah. something about him still just like a but part he, of me It's like, eh. Part of him is very like sweet and I don't know i don't know i mean
1: i think five years from now i will be all about it i think right now i still feel a little too uncomfy
0: Mm. (laughs) like right now it still feels a little too oof i don't know Ooh, these are images of him from the oscars and he's looking good. i believe it he's a beautiful man yeah oh my goodness
1: look at that hair i know oh interesting
0: what's he wearing that's an interesting outfit i don't know
1: um but he's got a little bit of a jared leto vibe right there is
0: that just me i could see
1: that it's a smidge God, of that is he handsome. slicked back kind of scary intense face
0: yeah yeah they slicked his hair because usually isn't it pretty wavy yeah it's like kind of crazy all out yeah the which i enjoy yeah it's very endearing but yeah he, very that, cute because he's not smiling and they straightened his hair out it looks a little american psycho yes yeah but thankfully his face is still young enough that he yes. doesn't go full-blown yes. scary but then he smiles and you're just like oh and then CMFB. you're like you're just a kid playing dress up Aww. and then you're like Aww. oh baby boy <laughs> i'd <laughs> so have sex with him though
1: <laughs> <laughs> i would st- i i would be so close but i think i'd still be like um yeah i might does your very mom end, you know where like, you are be like no <laughs> have can't. you checked in with your older sister or whatever I don't know it would just make me uncomfortable fair. um fair enough other rom-com mm-hmm. that I saw plus one with Maya Erskine, Erskine oh, or yeah, whatever I really Pendleton like her Jean or whatever
0: I've heard that that was actually I was um listening to a podcast today with Pete I was listening to Pete Holmes's podcast oh okay and he had Ashling B who is an Irish actress who I adore yeah and she was talking about Wait, well, she's movie. like a stand-up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, stand-up and actress, yeah. Um, and she was just mentioned that movie and how great it is, and how really, like really cute and sweet. It, it was is. really
1: cute. The main character dude is once again, you're gonna see him and you're gonna be like, show
0: me a picture. Jesus
1: Christ, she has a type. It's all in the same vein. Yep. Oh, I've seen him before. It's it's all in the same tall, lanky, white dude vein. Mm-hmm. It's
0: it's it is so painfully. Just exactly what you would expect from me. I, he has the type. He has like a sneaky look about him that makes me what? not trust him. He's got a <laughs> sneaky face. What are you talking about? His face says I like trouble. Oh my god! I mean, maybe. and I don't trust him. Look, I
1: we don't know him for real. He could very well be a complete degenerate. I don't know, but like at least in the movie. He plays just a little bit of an emotionally damaged, but ultimately nice guy.
0: Oh, okay. And maybe the, this movie will change how I feel about a sneakers. Look thing. at how sweet he looks.
1: Now I'm just showing you pictures and trying to convince you.
0: Oh, you know what? That's not who I thought it was. That's a different guy. From the angle of that picture, the first picture you showed me. Oh, yeah. Was, I thought it was someone else. Oh. He looks like Joshua Jackson 2.0. Oh,
1: that's a good point. Like a more approachable, nicer Joshua Jackson. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, sorry, was that too much?
0: No, I just never personally found him uh, unkind or unapproachable seeming you know pacey has a side of him where i'm like pacey "Mm." yeah pacey was a bit of a dick but that's also a fictional character at least for right now based on
1: the (laughs) fake personality i've built for him in my head because i don't know him as a real person yeah i've just decided that he's just like a a sweet little boy (laughs) and we should be together for the rest (laughs) of our lives not important not important and i have no mental illnesses to speak of (laughs) um Last one. I'm going to throw out there Oh Again. I have
0: another one. Oh, go for it. Go for it. Um, Ben Schwartz. I. I think he's fucking adorable. Here's the thing. And if we had children, we'd have the most amazing hair on the. Oh, that is planet. very true. Because he has great hair. I have great hair. It's one of the only physical attributes of myself. I even remotely like. I'm going to Google him real quick to make sure I'm thinking of the right person. Oh, he's so cute. I. He is tall and lanky, which Correct. is he's lanky or like skinnies. Usually not my thing, but he's so cute and he's so funny.
1: I had not been into him, and then I watched House of Cards. Oh yeah, and then I was like House of Lies, House
0: of Lies. <laughs> <laughs> very different show. Yep,
1: House of Lies. If you
0: were secretly into Kevin Spacey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
0: problematic. Um, what are you talking no. about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but after i saw
0: that show i was kind of like oh my god
1: he's hot
0: which and well because he's very confident on that show and he wears yes. nice suits and stuff
1: and he's actually got like a sweet side story with a girl on that show that you're kind of oh, like nice. oh yeah and so then like again like i said because i just build these fake
0: personalities oh, for people we based do, on we all do. based fine. on what i've seen them in I can just do, like, yeah. but he seems like a really sweet nice guy in general yeah and again uh, i would not know but i believe it again based on purely on interviews that I've seen with him. That's all we have to go off of. And like his stints on like Comedy Bang Bang and stuff. Oh, I haven't seen any of those. Mm-hmm. But I believe it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. good stuff. I think he's adorable. Such Very good sweet. hair. Again, we'd that's have, his vibe. We'd have cute kids. <laughs> <laughs> See, my uterus wants a baby so badly, Zen. That's okay. So badly. You'll, we'll, you'll get there. Gotta that down. Don't fight it, your? Oh, God, I have to. I can't <laughs> have a kid right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> At some point in the future. Oh, maybe. The clock is ticking. I'm <laughs> 33. Oh, my God. Please. My First of all, mother worked for an ob and she does remind me here and there, like, there is a clock. Oh, please.
1: Yes, there is a clock, but also with, I mean, I'm not trying to trivialize how hard it can be, and certainly every woman's situation is different, but there are plenty <laughs> of women getting pregnant
0: racial judge up just until learned.
1: their 40s so like yeah
0: Rachel Dratch had a kid at 44 yeah seriously I was like, like oh shit, that's it's crazy. not to say that
1: it, if at you're at that stage there, there are complications be and whatnot. risks and they might yeah. be like re- require a lot of additional medical assistance but like it's not outside the realm of possibility thanks
0: pal yeah come on because i don't think i have a choice because you know who's not falling in love with me anytime soon who, any of these ones so i just do who who among us do Who's your other guy was that correct
1: grammar who cares okay <laughs> I'm on the, clock. Later. <laughs> the last guy was one you've already heard from mm, me yes prodigal son guy oh whose name i've already forgotten and i looked it up
0: tom uh, tom Payne. there we go he played
1: jesus in the walking Dead, which is another <laughs> show i really liked yes and stopped watching once it became just insufferable same um but he is so fucking attractive he is beautiful and even though prodigal son again as a show acceptable. Yes. Nobody's going to win any awards, <laughs> nope. but it's also not so offensive that they need to take it off the air. <laughs> like it's fine, it'll be there for a while. I'm yes. sure he is so good looking.
0: He reminds me of who I just mentioned earlier, Matt Bomer. Oh yeah. Who is just the most beautiful all-American man. That is a good Matt Points. Bomer is one of the most attractive people on this Oh, my planet. God. It's, like, freakish. I watched White Collar. Yes. And they would take every opportunity to have that man's shirt off, and I really appreciated it. And then I fell in love with him even more when I learned that he's gay and he has, like, ba- like babies. And I was just like, what are you, the dad of the goddamn year? Yep. Ugh. Pretty much. Ugh. Learning that I could never have him made me want him even more. (laughs) He was so utterly and completely out of your reach. Oh, God. In every possible way. Yeah. And he seems lovely. And I just. Mm. So beautiful. Yeah. Um, I have a couple others. Yes. John David Washington. Is that Denzel Washington's son? Mm Mm-hmm. He is so fucking hot. He is beautiful. And he's got a new movie coming out called Tenet. It's a Chris Ooh, Nolan movie. Yeah. that yeah. looks really good. I have seen trailers. Um, and there's someone else in that. Oh, Robert Pattinson is in it. He's not really my type, but I like him. He's a great actor. You know, actor. I can never
1: get the craze behind it. Like, he, he's again, like he's attractive, yeah. but I couldn't, I don't feel, like, about him the way yeah. I feel about, you know,
0: Tom Payne, <laughs> or who else did I say? Hugh Dancy.
1: Yeah. You know, all those guys whose names I've immediately yes. forgotten.
0: Um, But I like him very much as an actor i haven't seen enough of his oeuvre to know (laughs) um all the like smaller like indie indie movies that he's done oh okay 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 and i like that he picks interesting projects and he really was able to get away from that whole twilight baloney yeah yeah, yeah, Him and Kristen Stewart, both killing it. Yes. And both genuinely talented despite the dumb franchise. That they
1: They're have. two people who I feel like have really made an effort to do other things to mm. show that they have more range. Mm. And I've heard great things, but I just haven't happened to watch a lot of it. Same.
0: Um... But John David is be handsome. He's so good looking. I first was introduced to him
1: in ballers. He plays a football uh, player. No way. Um yes. And then he was obviously in Black Klansman, right? And yes. then um he was great. He's just so fucking good looking. And
0: the fact that he doesn't look up. like his dad at all. But, but he's still so there. handsome. And he sounds, sounds like charming. Yes. But no, but
1: something in like the smile, some there's like he doesn't actually look like him, but there's mm-hmm. something about like the expressions he makes sometimes that you're just like, what was that? Was that a flash of Denzel? Well, like you, I feel like he sounds just like him. That part I don't think I even noticed. Oh, I yeah. think I'm okay. Like I think next I'm deaf, time, like because <laughs> I feel like you always bring up sound effects and things like that, and I never pay attention to any of that.
0: That's fine. But if you ever like watch another interview or like a um, a trailer that he's in and he's talking, close your eyes and you are hearing oh. it sounds just like Denzel. I don't I even I think. think Denzel's that good looking. Denzel's not somebody who I would like pine over. Oh, I find him very attractive and charming.
1: I mean he, uh, he, again, like we're talking about Hollywood stars. They're yeah. all obviously attractive. But he's Especially not-
0: Denzel, like but we also he was in his prime when we were too young to be watching his movies, kind of. Like he's obviously like dad our dad's age now. Yeah. Whereas like when he was younger, ooh. Mama. He's very handsome, and he's just—he has like a charisma and a charm. I'm just like, oof! So if he were just to smile at me, I'd melt. <laughs> just a little I mean, ice cream cone seems on the super ground. Super charming. Mm-hmm.
1: I just, again, he's just one of those people who I'm like, oh yeah, you're good looking, but mm-hmm. I've just never felt like—not
0: like JD, His son, John David. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I literally—who I do actually think he is better looking than Denzel. He's
1: more my type. The, mm. His son is more my type, mm. I think.
0: Mm. Love him. Um, and I like that he's, like, got his own acting career, and he's a really good actor. Yeah, and
1: he's genuinely really good. Yeah. yeah it's which not must like, have
0: been just so impossible. Like, he really yeah. beat the odds with that one.
1: I mean, he could have easily been, like, a dumb influencer brat
0: kind of thing. 1,000%. But he seems actually good. Yes. Oh, great. Um, and my last one... Is not someone that I think you know who he is. Um, he played a. He was on. Um. Jesus Christ, Smith. Uh, Orphan Black. Oh, I love that show. Oh, Christian Brune who played one of the. <gasps> this guy. He played one of the. What. I think he's adorable. Don't, do not you remember? Him? I never. I remember him. him. He was one of the. He was Allison's husband, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like my body type. He's like a big dude. I think he's adorable. I thought you were gonna say. I have no idea who else is on the show.
1: the The main guy, the guy she was in love with.
0: Who, oh, no. Spoiler idea who alert! Did you watch the rest of the show? No. Oh. I only watched literally like the first three. The first episode.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I won't spoil it for you. I'm not going to watch it. Her main love interest on that show. I mean, he was kind of a wooden actor, but he was gorgeous. (laughs) Um. Well, here's the
0: thing a i think he's cute christian brun is cute b he's cute but i that's not hold on were, right? b <laughs> in defense of him please and my please, love for please, him please, please, please. he is on comedy bang bang and he is really fun and funny and i think you would actually like him you know you know i love he'll, a funny guy he'll yes and all goddamn day long and he and tatiana Mazzani go on there at least like once a year and they and it's really fun a funny guy will overcome also, almost anything for me she's also really funny
1: and I like her a lot she I love her to, I think she's just so charming she's again awesome. for the three interviews I've seen with her I just think she's I mean just she was so incredible on that show mm. I felt like she didn't get her due and, she finally won an Emmy oh she did oh she good won, Yeah. oh my god she she was so incredible in that mm. show um, But they're this guy he played her main love interest um uh.
0: I mean, it's, I mean here's the thing it's, I a can, t- it's like a standard american guy yeah. kind of hunky vibe objectively yes he is an attractive person he's not for me it's not like interesting yes. or different yes but yes i would take christian brun over him any day that's he's so good i believe funny.
1: that he must be that charming then in real life
0: i think he's just really funny I think you and he and Tatiana and Muslim If you showed up tomorrow Kong and Bang you're in, like,
1: "Meet my new fiance, <laughs> Christian Brune," I'd be like, "Please, this is amazing. I'm so excited for you." And I could only wish.
0: <laughs> god, that here's would my be question nice. for you,
1: though: between him and Jason Manzukis,
0: oh, oh, god, have I thought about this? Yes. Is it
1: like a tough call, though? I would assume it's not even. It's like uh, I mean, it is maybe a tough it's... call. Wow, really?
0: Because Jason Manzukis was... is a lot older. Oh my and goodness! Christian Brune is like. Is uh, he probably a couple years older than us i think oh wow sure. but i
1: would have thought you were for the zooks all the way no matter what like ride or Shibu die was
0: really fun and funny but like you know
1: okay look i i haven't listened to him speak nearly as much as i heard jason Manzuga speak, so i'm like already
0: biased i i love both of them very much <laughs> but this is a tough a, call it'd be a tough call i don't think i could call it wow yeah. i'm so is it partly shocked? partially my body being like i want a baby and that one that younger one would be a better provider for a child i don't know my wait why biological... would he be a better provider because he's younger oh okay okay like he
1: maybe could keep them
0: zooks is almost 50 oh, that's so crazy you know so like i don't know if it's my my lizard brain being like you need a man <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Also, I'm very, uh, even though, and I, I don't know, I'm just very practical, another and pragmatic. So, like, it would make more sense to go with a younger guy. Huh. Well, I mean, look,
1: I have, I support you no matter what. Thank you so much, and I support whichever relationship you choose. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm just so They're shocked. Both very open to me. I just completely would not have expected that. Like, wow. I really thought. Yeah, it was like all in on on the Zooks. You know there are contenders. Oh my goodness! Wait, is he like definitely so? Like basically, if you're saying Christian, what's it, Brun? Yeah. So he's essentially like your number one, then because he even overtakes oh Manzucas. Oh God! Don't make me choose. <laughs> well, at the very least they're v- very tied or very near very to each close. Other. Like some you can't yes. even distinguish. They're both up there somewhere. They're both up there somewhere. Does anyone even come close in third then? Um. Like you've mentioned like Richard Iowa and all Iawaii Iawaii those people. Would be, yeah. He would be close in third? Oh. Probably. I didn't realize they were so closely grouped together. I, I think know. I just assumed in my brain it was like Jason Mansukis is like miles <laughs> like ahead. I mean, like like no one could ever Top. Top. Yeah, like... Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say.
0: Um, I feel like it's those guys. You got your Richard Iowates and your Ben Schwartz right underneath there. Who else? I mean, I've named so many people. I mean, we've...
1: Ta- I mean, sometimes but also, I wonder, are we going to run out of hot men to talk about? Probably never. I just <laughs> find a new one. Or oh, we'll just
0: rehash our faves. Possibly. Um, But also, again... I forget both Christian Brune and Jason Manzukis are single, and so I don't know if that's part of my brain also being like, no, but oh. that's more reasonable. Whereas the other guys I've mentioned, they're all married. Aside from Ben Schwartz, I think are like all married or whatever. Oh, you know, I don't. So maybe that's know part of about it. about people. Okay, I'm trying to think of who else. I I don't know why I can't think of who else was on the list, but like you know. Well, I mean, Very we've talked about people that you think are Adam attractive, Driver. but
1: I don't think they've ever been close like that. Like yeah. the Oscar Isaac.
0: The Jason Momoa. Yeah, Oscar Isaac, beautiful, but he has two children now, so I'm just like, what's the point of you? Oh, so they're not viable partners. (laughs) No. I think my brain really does work that way, which is really sad. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. So. Wow, I love it. i
1: I'm so excited to know because I feel like this, at least for me, came out of left field and I'm so excited
0: to know this new yeah. facet. Also like Johnny Lee Miller, also beautiful. Yes. But again, because he's married, I think in real life, I just put them off to the side in the married. Category oh, like they're like, nice like, to look at, but I'll never just, have them. You can't really like <laughs> have that feeling. Yes. No, I get it. I get it. Cause I would never. Yeah. As if that was ever an option. That's hilarious. I that feel you. You know, who's your like number one oh my god i can't even remember at this
1: point i feel like with me i can't hold anything in my head long enough for like a consistent feeling Fair. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my way of saying i have an early onset neurodegenerative disease and <laughs> i don't remember week to week what we talk about
0: um, but i you guys don't see but every time she <laughs> comes over i have to reintroduce myself <laughs> it's very sad
1: <laughs> But I, it's like literally right now, just because I'm so in it. Yeah, Hugh Dancy is my number one. I just, I Gosh, can't. Yeah. I'm. I. He was so freaking adorable in this movie, The Jane Austen Book Club. I am fucking obsessed with him is right it now. Such a
0: the like what time period? Oh, excuse The me. Jane Austen Book Club. Yeah. Is oh, it, it,
1: it came out like I think mid 2000s, and well, like, it's like set in that set time. in that time. Okay. Yeah, it's literally just a bunch of women who are all in different stages of their life, going through various relationship issues and gotcha. they all decide to just get together and do a book club and just read all of jane austen's books gotcha. and shockingly everyone's life kind of matches up with one of the stories oh that's cute it is cute and the thing is i actually haven't really read much of jane austen besides mm. like the two books you're always expected to read in school so then after i watched that netflix was automatically like do you want to watch mansfield park which johnny <laughs> lee miller isn't i was like hell yeah yeah so i watched it
0: and i was like oh Oh, I'm gonna have to watch
1: that. It's you know, it's one of those uh, very I think uh, true retellings of like oh, a Jane Austen. Okay. So it's like very like a little more dry. Everything's dry. Like everything's very re- repressed and like yeah. contained. And
0: so you don't. At least that's not what I'm looking for. You know. Have you seen? We just talked about this off mic, but have you seen Sense and Sensibility with Emma Thompson? I know I have. I'm just not remembering it. Because I feel like you would be so goddamn charmed by Hugh Grant in that movie. I'm like 99% positive
1: I've seen. I just can't recall the details of it. So
0: he's like, even though he's more of a man in that, even in that movie, even though it was a while ago, he gives me like kind of the sweet Timothy Chalamet vibes. Because he's very sweet and a little nervous and like, oh, it's delightful. You look, like I said i'm clearly on a bin
1: i'm on a real romance tear man yeah i gotta i'll i'll put it on the list probably gonna watch a lot of really ridiculous rom-coms in the coming days
0: what were the jane austen so pride and prejudice presumably. so
1: it was so it was like yeah man what you're saying in this sorry pre- in the movie? what
0: were the ones that you read oh uh pride and prejudice and i don't, i think i must have read pride and prejudice actually I mean, pretty much, like, always.
1: Wait, what are the ones that are always in school?
0: Um, like, you are
1: always required to, like, as high school?
0: Pride and I mean... Oh, I'm, like, 99% certain I've read Pride Persuasion. and Prejudice. I can't imagine you reading... I don't actually think I've read any of these others now that I'm looking yeah, at it. Yeah, I was gonna say, I can't imagine you... I think it was
1: just Pride, Pride and, Prejudice, and Prejudice, maybe.
0: Gotcha. I think, I, did I take a Jane Austen book club? I definitely. A Jane Austen, not a book club. A Jane Austen class? I think I might have. I think I, I was supposed I, to read Emma and I didn't. I mean, I, I know I haven't read. Like, I definitely read Persuasion and can't remember a goddamn thing.
1: I definitely haven't read any of these others. Yeah. Well, anyway. Hmm. Yeah, I think I read, I remember reading Pride and Prejudice. Actually, I don't even think I read it for school. I think I might have read it just for fun mm. around the time the Kira Knightley movie came out. I was just like,
0: let's see what this original story is about. In high school, you always read Pride and Prejudice and like Jane Eyre.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, But yeah.
0: I usually come prepared with some kind of hypothetical question for you, but I don't have one. That's okay. But I.
1: I mean, I'm just over here trying to marry Hugh Dancy. I don't know (laughs) what his deal is. I literally did no look. I did no background research on him. He's probably married with six children by now. Claire Danes. He's married to Claire Danes? Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that pairing.
0: That's very cute. I don't know why. I was not a fan. Oh, really? Because of Claire Danes? I didn't really like her. I just found her to be... This is... Here's me being mean. Ooh, I can't wait. I don't find her particularly attractive. I think she's just kind of an average-looking blonde person. Sure. Who has a really ugly cry face. When she cries, it is... I mean, that's also how I feel about, like, Gwyneth Paltrow, but that woman's fucking famous out of her mind. I find... Grim to be stunning.
1: Really? I think she's very pretty. I think she looks so normal and average.
0: Oh, interesting. That's how I feel about Claire Danes. I mean, I so agree with you, Claire so Danes. I feel the same about Claire Danes. So when Claire Danes married Hugh Dancy, who I think is very cute, I was like, Oh, what? you were like, what's that about? Yeah, which is mean. And I should just be happy for I the mean- two of them. It's mean, but it's also what
1: everyone's thinking. Because when you don't know anything about the people, <laughs>
0: it doesn't make it right. No, I, mean,
1: I think everyone does that. Like even when you see people on the street, or at least I do this. You I just kind of match up people. Yeah, in
0: the I, w- I will just
1: look at couples and be like, "Oh, that's an interesting pair." If yeah. I think it's a little like, yeah, not matching up. Yeah, you know nothing about these people. You've not spoken to them. They're probably all incredible and lovely. But like in the moment, you're just like, "Wow, wouldn't have thought."
0: Mm Hmm. Um, so I do kind of have a hypothetical for you Ooh, that okay. doesn't have to do really with love at all. Okay. So I'm watching that show that I told you about, Lock and Key.
1: Incredible. Shut up. Everything about the house is shaped like a lock. Or sorry, a key.
0: I mean, not everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not everything. You're right. Some like the, the doors, it's the windows, the other that parts of Some, you know. You're
1: right. I'm sorry. I it's mostly just I the painted with doors. too broad a brush. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I saw that, like the outside banisters of the front porch were all look- shaped like a fucking key, I was just like, "Okay, I'm
0: gonna have to lock- look that up because <laughs> now, oh, it's gonna make me crazy." Um, so in the show, they oh, I see what you're saying. They yeah, they're like little keys. little holes on the sides okay. for the yeah. The house is beautiful. It's, I mean, yes, objectively a gorgeous house. Um, so. In that show, uh, they find this key that uh, when you get it, you get a little keyhole in the back of your neck. Oh. And you stick the key in. Uh, Matrix style? Kind of. Stay with me. You, they put the key in. You freeze. And then there's a second version of you. and But, it, but it's still you. It's like you come out of your body, right? And so like an that,
1: apparition or are you solid? No, like, you're
0: solidly you, oh. but, but you're staring at a version of yourself that's just like frozen. Weird. Okay. And then something will appear for like the littlest kid. It's a toy box for the middle daughter uh, or for the daughter. It's uh, a revolving door into a mall and you can go into your own mind. Whoa. Yes. So like. The kid's mind is like a giant playroom. The daughter's mind is like a big mall. mall. Uh, the son's mind—he—it's the front door to their house, but I don't remember what the inside of his mind looks like. So, it's uh, so how it appears—the state that it appears on—in obviously kind of reflects you. Yeah, and it's so like your Patronus or something. Kind of, yeah. And so I was thinking that if I had that then mine would probably be because i love like architecture and interior design and stuff i think it would just be it would appear as a neighborhood and Ooh. so like one like each different like style of house would be a different like these are your m- memories of your birthdays and these are your memories of maybe you would
1: of- have a little dollhouse appear and then you would like walk into it and just be like a neighborhood
0: i think i would just oh yeah because you'd have to go through a door so it might be just a door to a house but then you brings you yeah to a neighborhood or something what do you think yours would appear as my first reaction yeah i was like a television (laughs) fair enough (laughs) because that's pretty much all i different channel or something well
1: i guess i would just walk into the screen like poltergeist style (laughs) and then you know fall into it um Uh, And I don't know, because you're saying you have to walk in through a door and then there has to be like a door element. There
0: has to be some kind of threshold to pass through.
1: (sighs) Okay, so like, yeah, my first thought would be like a television. I walk into the screen and it's just like, um, yeah, how would you visualize
0: all the different channels or something? Well, I was thinking uh, for and maybe this would apply to you, too. And it would kind of apply to me also. But like for Jason simmons who i do the Observe and report podcast with like his i was like oh it would probably be like a blockbuster video and every video like there'd be a oh, section of like these memories they're like so you know and hover. that's how it would probably appear for him so maybe it'd be similar for you um like a blockbuster video yeah but if it was a television maybe
1: like a tv guide <laughs>
0: But it has to be, it has to be a big space, so maybe you would walk into oh like, like it has to be
1: representative of a large space that I can literally go into.
0: They walk in, like she walks into a mall, he walks into like a toy chest that ends up being a big room. So like, would yours be you walk into like a TV station that has TVs all around, and each TV is a different thing?
1: Hmm. And what is the goal of this space? You just like to have an you incredible go time. It's in like so fun. <laughs> you You can go in in and look at
0: so the way the kids use it is their dad was murdered so they look at old memories of them with their dads with
1: their dad oh so it's like your mind palace yeah interesting maybe mine would be a best buy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you just walk in, and you walk the aisles of all the different TV screens. I like it. That works. And the TV screens just play memory all the of different your memories. memories. Yep.
0: Yep. Okay. A best buy. <laughs> when you said Mind Palace, it made me think of Sherlock. And then yes, I thought of Martin exactly. Freeman. Yep. And I would like to add Martin Freeman to the list. I think he's adorable. Oh, he is so and I think cute. we'd get along in real life. Yes. Is he married? I'm assuming yes. so. Well, did you watch Sherlock? I did. The woman who plays his wife in Sherlock is his oh, wife. Oh, shit. No way. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Very cute. Adorable. Mm-hmm. Do you find Benedict Cumberbatch attractive? Um, I feel like it comes and goes in waves. Same. <laughs> Same.
1: <laughs> and I think it really depends on the context. Agreed. In Sherlock, I did not think he was attractive.
0: I also didn't like his hair very much in Sherlock.
1: No, I think they did that on purpose, too, yes. probably, because he's not meant to be super. All buttoned up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now I'm trying to think of another example of a movie where I did find him attractive, and I'm kind of struggling right now, but I know it's existed.
0: The Enigma one? Uh Oh, the. Imitation game? Uh, 1917. I haven't seen that. Um, mm, 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 mm. I, the only other thing I think of
1: right now is like Doctor Strange, <laughs> which I don't really think. Oh yeah, uh, I I know there have been moments where I thought he was good looking, okay. but I just I can't remember right now.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: it comes. Like, yeah, comes and goes. Um, well,
0: that was the only hypothetical I could think of. That's a really good one. I think
1: I have to think about it some more because I don't know that I even know myself that well to answer that question.
0: What is your favorite movie? Oof. Did we talk about this? I don't know actually Probably In which case I apologize But I'm still I curious mean,
1: We already caveated At the beginning of the show That
0: we don't have good memories There's
1: just No institutional memory For this podcast So Well We're I actually like, haven't talked about five. this In a really long time Top five so definitely Jurassic Park is in there. Same. A thousand percent. Same. Here's the thing. So great. there are a couple movies that I really love because I watch them so much as children. It's hard for me to separate my feeling of nostalgia from them from totally. actually liking. Them. I think that's for everybody. Yeah. So Jurassic Park, I genuinely really love and I think isn't a great movie. So it's definitely in there. A movie that I can't really separate my feelings from, but I don't know that I actually think it's a good movie mm. is Twister. I just saw it then so much as a child. We were meant to be friends. It's just stuck
0: in there. Yes, all day to Twister. I also enjoyed it as a kid. Like, I remember we went to, I don't know, Universal or something, I guess. And um, there was a Twister, like, ride experience mm-hmm. thing. And I was all about it. I think it. I've been on that. hmm
1: it, it, it made me um, unnecessarily terrified of tornadoes as a child, though.
0: I was scared by them. And
1: also obsessed with them. Like, my mom subscribed to, like... Uh, what was it like 321 contact had like a kids magazine or something like mm-hmm. that like all those like kids like science magazines yeah, yeah, yeah and whenever they had anything about like tornadoes like if there was something on tv or if they had like a magazine i would like watch it i would I would totally. check books out at the library about
0: tornadoes oh, so i could know messy. well i just what wanted to, to do? know like, how they form
1: so i could understand
0: <laughs> oh because you were in the midwest too. yes yeah uh, so see, like it wasn't uncommon to hear tornado sirens right yeah see, oh that's crazy okay I was in Connecticut, so I was okay, not you were about like, that. we're not getting, no, I mean, hurricanes, blizzard, yes, tornadoes, no.
1: I mean, still, I was in the suburbs of Chicago, so it's not like it's tornado alley, but like I said, there were often tornado warnings where yeah. we did go to the basement. And the closest it ever came was like a cl- nearby suburb of mine when I think I was in like middle school did get hit with an actual tornado. Wow. So, like, it wasn't outside the realm of possibility, so it scared me enough that I was like, I need to know how this works. That's
0: crazy. Um, can I tell you a dumb story? Yes. That doesn't have to do with tornado. Of but, course. Uh, it has to do with hurricane. Um, when I was like five, uh, we were staying up at a friend's uh, little house, like very small, like one bedroom, cabin house thing. Um, and my dad wasn't there. I guess he was working or something. So it was me, my mom, and my brother. And I was super sick. And there was a hurricane and Ooh. we had our, um, my uncle's boat and it, this house was on a lake. And so it was bl- like crazy outside and my uncle's boat started to, um, uh, I almost said drown. That's not how you talk about a <laughs> boat, <I don't> <laughs> but it was, Caps- f- or yeah, it was okay. filling with water. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And so my mom was just, we didn't, she didn't want, her brother-in-law's boat to just go into sink into the water sink that's the word i was looking for um so she wrapped me up in a blanket and was like stay here wow and so she took my brother who was he was no more than 10 years old at the time they had to go bail this dumb boat out shut up in the middle of a fucking hurricane that's so dangerous and i remember just sitting there and being like In knowing that my brother is too young to be out there, (laughs) and being like, I hope, uh, really hope they don't blow away. (laughs) But I wasn't—I don't remember being scared. It was just like me (laughs) all wrapped up and cozy on the couch, looking out the window at my mom and brother in a potentially deadly situation.
1: Just, just like an errant thought through your head. Just happy and cozy. Just be like, uh oh. <laughs> Hope they come back. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Hey, kudos to your mom for caring so much about her
0: brother in law's property yeah, that no, she put her own and her child's that life at risk. shit sank all day long. Oh my God. Anyways, um, I also was. Fascinated by that movie and by tornadoes, but also yeah. very scared of them, but just, not to as much of a degree because they weren't really a reality for me.
1: Yeah, And I, I also there's this one scene that I constantly think about. Mm-hmm. It's like when they go visit the aunt mm-hmm. of the Helen Hunt mm-hmm. character, and she just makes a giant oh, fucking yes. breakfast and a giant cast iron. And it just looks like the best. It's like sixty eggs, sixty sausage links, and all. It looks so fucking good mm-hmm. there's like steaks because she has her own cows on her own
0: farm and, and just like, like the whole communal nature of it too yes. they're all so happy to see her and she's so thrilled <laughs> to see them and like oh like
1: when I think about this movie I think about the tornadoes and I think about that breakfast because I love breakfast food it's my favorite and so the, I mean you know where my head's at but um yeah yeah and then Bill Paxton sure whatever I just think about him like screaming in the wind being
0: like I'm right here oh I remember him tying his belt around a pipe yes at the end at the end and he's in like the of the storm right that's the part where i was like mm, is this scientifically accurate no he'd blow away <laughs> can in you just happy. tie your belt to a pipe and nope. be in the middle of a tornado like no, that no, 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 no. I think so. no you can't um but they survive it's fine mm-hmm. um i remember thinking helen hunt's character was the coolest and yes his dumb girlfriend was the dumbest but that's why i think
1: i also really it was like this it seemed the idea seemed so badass and like mm-hmm. i was such Exciting. a terrified little child Aww. like i was just like oh my god i can you imagine doing something so courageous um. yeah so Twister love the Terminator movies I'm obsessed with them as oh, you the know I, I will see any installment that ever you, comes out for the rest of time until the day I die I didn't know that I you die. were
0: that into them
1: these are all just like it's so funny because now that I'm saying that I'm realizing like I'm talking about them because these are my childhood movies my childhood movies aren't like oh Aladdin and Mul-. like I did see those movies right. as kids but like the things that I remember that like my family was in, mostly my dad my dad was super into movies uh, or continues to be um yeah, it's all of these, like, ridiculous, like, super... Not
0: oppressive. appropriate for children?
1: None of them are... Pro- I mean, the earliest movies I can remember watching are, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, like, oh Jason movies, Friday the movies. My parents had no concept of, like, oh, maybe... I used to have non-stop nightmares as a kid i don't remember sleeping well as a child for a really long time but now i love watching horror movies and in the same vein my dad only loved to watch bruce willis sylvester stallone like arnold schwarzenegger so now my favorite movie i love the terminator movies i love predator um (laughs) these are my childhood movies so that would be those are like my top five movies oh and i would throw in though one genuinely good kids kids quote-unquote kids mm-hmm. movie that i really like is the nightmare before christmas i watch it every year at christmas as like a personal tradition that i
0: have i never i was not allowed to see it when, or maybe was i not allowed and maybe i just wasn't interested i think um even as a child i was in i understood the rules and of like no that's not a kid thing i'm a kid i can't see that wait the nightmare Before christmas yeah it is a kid's thing though isn't but, it but no I mean, I think at the time, to me, just based on the trailer, that I was like, "Oh, this is probably not for me." Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it is, a and little I wasn't like school-ish. super, yeah, yeah, interested yeah. in it. I just love the music, and I tried to watch it as an adult, like a year ago, and was just like, "I don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not, and, in you the know what? For this. It, it's
1: like really got in Fair. deep and early, and now it's just like so ingrained. I'm, obs- I love those characters so much. I, I love Sally. I love Jack. I love the music. No idea who these people. are. I hate musicals. I normally do not like them at all, but I'm obsessed with this movie.
0: Interesting. Can't explain it. I was obsessed with Free Willy when I was a kid, <laughs> and I we had a big long dog run in our backyard. I, saw it. <laughs> I watched that thing nonstop, and so i would pretend that uh, we had a little orca whale back there and i would just run around for like hours and i probably looked like a maniac but i was also little so it was fine i'm sure we all did so you know how people have like imaginary friends and they're people mine were all animals no way (laughs) i don't remember my imaginary friends i never had it was it was (laughs) Willie.
1: It's a whale. <laughs> so he just swam next to you in the air in your mind? Or was there like an yeah. aquarium with following you? No, it
0: was like the dog run because it was fenced in. It was just like a long, it was like a, I don't know, it always seems bigger when you're a kid, like 20 meter like, dog run. Yeah. Um, and so. Oh, oh, sorry. He lived out in there. Yes. In oh. my mind, he lived in there. And I was just like, the way that Jesse, the main character, runs along the side of the pool oh. with him is how I was running up and down. Oh, did you run. do the hand thing? I can't remember. Oh, you did. You definitely. I don't think did. I. I mean, oh, no, because he was in the pool. He was not jumping. Okay, I don't know if I did. did I probably that. pretend to feed him. Yeah, I'm sure. One hundred percent. I don't remember doing a hand thing. <laughs> I'm sure, I remember, like pretended like pet him and stuff. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> in my in my dream he was still trapped in a tank you,
1: and in a much
0: smaller one i had no idea you had Just, no interest in bliss. letting him go yeah no
1: you're not wow free, sorry, that's bro. great yeah so free will it was definitely in your top five as a kid yeah oh not now oh, oh not now no. apparently i can't tell the difference between my childhood top five and my now top five because it Cause hasn't changed your
0: childhood top five was adult movies and my childhood top five were child movies Oh, I guess that's true. Why, None of those childhood top fives were for no, kids. No, not at all. Like Mine were like 101 Dalmatians, oh. Lion King, Free Willy. Yours were like the Terminator. <laughs> where he's just going Predator. to <laughs> women's houses and blowing their heads off. We had very different child. That's a really good point. Yeah. I never really thought about that. So there's a there's a very clear delineation for me between favorite <laughs> childhood movies and favorite adults movies you know what I mean? not that's, adult movies you know probably what i mean
1: also why like i find that question so hard to answer because like i know there are plenty of movies that i've since seen obviously in adulthood that i really liked and i thought mm. were really good but it's so hard for them to bump out any Fair. of those originals because the emotional component is so totally. strong there and like you said those are actually adult movies so like yeah. i can't it I, i'm not going to be like i mean i loved little women but mm. is li- little women going to compete with terminator it's not <laughs> I thought *Little Women* was an incredible movie. I bawled my eyes out. I, it was the best we were movie both I've seen just silently
0: time. weeping next to it each other. It was so
1: fucking good. It was great. But can it stand up to *Predator*?
0: Interesting.
1: When they first realized that it can see heat signatures <laughs> and they have to cover themselves in mud, like is anything going to beat that realization?
0: i also tried to watch that movie and i didn't get that far oh my god it is so gory you would yeah, hate it that's the thing i knew going into it was like this was i love up. that kind of stuff now that's
1: probably think. why now i get it I, all, th- all of it's coming together
0: i love watching
1: gory horror movies i love like i will do saw marathons <gasps> i will watch like all seven or however the fuck There's many it is now movie? in a row yes With J- chris Rock. spiral of whatever yeah, the spiral. fuck yeah i it's can't wait spiral.
0: i will see that in theaters I was terrified. <laughs> I just saw the first trailer for it this afternoon. Oh, really? So I was like, nope. A um, Head of Birds of Prey? Yeah. That's an interesting... That's not that movie. far I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. There was another... The New Mutants movie, which is also half a horror movie. The, the then New there was Mutants this, movie. It's called New Mutants. Oh, the New Mutants movie. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then there's another straight-up horror movie... Um about with Katie Holmes and it's like a kid or it's her son and a doll oh I don't like scary kids that I don't do well with I don't think the kid is scary it's the doll that's scary
1: oh god even worse
0: I can't do dolls you know what I dummies scare the
1: shit I me. love again like I said scary movies and I will watch most of them mm-hmm. but like I tried to start watching the Baba Duke and it just nothing happens in like the first ten minutes, but it just creeped me out with like the music and the vibe. Oh. so much that I couldn't watch. Interesting. Like literally zero happens. You just see a woman trying to raise her son as a single mom, <laughs> and I was, I think,
0: just it was so the real world. Scared <laughs> Yeah,
1: it was the reality single of single motherhood. Hardship. Yeah, <laughs> and single parenthood <laughs> and having nowhere to turn and no resources in society. That's what really freaked me out. <laughs>
0: is cuz isn't that like half like Adam Scott? Said. I thought it was supposed to be like a little bit funny and also horrible. Adam movie. Scott is in The Babadook? Oh, maybe he's in a different one.
1: He's in that Netflix show like my my like he's like the stepdad to some devil kid or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. I saw that, but or I didn't watch it. I just saw it on Netflix, but um. yeah, I don't know. There are some things I can stand. I mean Prodigal Son actually had that. This is what he's in. Oh Baba Duke.
0: I got my mythical evil creatures mixed I'm up. I'm pretty sure Baba Duke is about like a scary book. Gotcha. <laughs> so
1: somehow that's just too terrifying for me. Literature. But like I'm totally fine seeing people like tear their own stomachs open to find like a key to unlock some stupid jaw breaking thing on their head. Like I'm I'm fine with that. Oh my god. I'm like all about it. Like jumping into a pit of syringes, I'm like sure. Oh, you haven't seen any of the Saw movies, have you?
0: Why the fuck would anybody? (laughs) I remember in college, my friend Shane, he loved horror movies and he had a DVD of Saw. And I was just like... Are you gonna watch it over and over? And he was like, "Yeah." And I was just like, "Oh."
1: You know what it is? I saw the first Saw movie with all of my friends, like mm. in high school, as like at a party at someone's house. Mm. And by party, I mean we were a bunch of dorks, yeah. And we watched a movie at someone's that's house all, in the basement. That's all
0: most parties are. Yeah,
1: been. and and it was just I think it's part of just watching it with like fifteen other people, but it was just so funny because it was just so ridiculous and over dramatic, and I think. All of the movies are very overdramatic like that. So even though like these really realistically gory and disgusting things are happening, mm. it's hard for me to not think they're kind of funny.
0: Torture genuinely is a fear of mine. Oh. Like a real, <laughs> very real fear. First of all, Donnie Wahlberg is in these movies. Oh, boy. He's lasted in more than
1: one of them? I think he's maybe in two. I, he's like a detective, I think. in oh, like okay. At least two well, of them. So he's I not great at his two- job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's the detective he still hasn't got him
1: it's just look it's just absurd it's just like absurd to watch you're just watching it to be like wow that's disgusting how'd they come up with that one
0: i don't understand how people watch that stuff it's not a judgment i wish i had a stronger stomach for it i will say because i am intrigued by some by horror movies that have more interesting plots like i'm very intrigued by and i always want my friends to tell like midsummer i had people tell me the whole plot oh because i was interested but i, I can never see it yeah. because i just
1: wait did you ever watch get out
0: no oh because it's too scary uh i had jason tell me the whole thing anytime i hear something is a horror movie i'm just like oh i can't oh. see it like i saw it and then but it chapter two sounded more scary so i made jason tell me the whole
1: thing i can't believe you watched it it was I, like one of the first movies I saw as a kid that scared the shit out of me. Oh, I mean the most recent one.
0: Oh, oh, but okay. But I okay. watched it on a, sun, a sunny Sunday afternoon with Megan because I could not watch it by myself. With all of the candies and like cupcakes and fluffy things. I, we watched two thirds of it and then she had to leave and I was sitting there eating my pizza because of course I was. I'm such a fucking fatty. And so literally you saw it, right? Yeah. So there's... Um, after the redhead girl like she thinks she's killed her dad and there's just blood streaming down the walls and everything and it's like finally that ends so you're just like holy shit and you think you can relax for a second and then he pops out and i literally like a movie toss my pizza slice up into the air because i was like oh my god (laughs) and also it was in this apartment but everything was configured differently so i was sitting very close to the tv no fucking terrifying Because it was good, it was a good scary movie, but and that one's less scary, more thrillery, if you will. I could also knowing that um, Bill Skarsgård is so very attractive underneath all that made it a lot easier, and I (laughs) made sure I watched a lot of interviews with him beforehand, (laughs) so I could be like, "This is not real. This is not real." Um, But I, they just, I'm. Like I don't believe in ghosts, but also I'm terrified of ghosts. <laughs> yeah, no no no, same. And I I just thank God I live in like a new building, like a new constructed building cuz if it was old, I'd be terrified. Interesting. I just I'm so I don't like when bodies contort unnaturally like in the second it movie. I was told, yes, I don't like a lot of that. No no just no i don't know how people watch these things and i don't i mean it's creepy as fuck yeah i wouldn't be able to sleep at night oh i think at this point i've just seen too much of it well yeah uh, you were indoctrinated as a child (laughs) i mean it i'm pretty
1: sure i watched this was on accident i don't think my parents showed this to me i Mm. think i saw it on tv on accident Mm. like when i was like in first grade it terrified me You saw in first grade? I was extremely young. I literally, again, I didn't sleep well as a child. No shit. And so, like, I remember when I was in high school, I read it because I was like, I'm going to overcome this. Um, And the book scared the shit out of me. I didn't sleep
0: for like two nights. And now I'm just like,
1: I like watched it and it chapter two. I was like, this is great.
0: (laughs) So so I turned over a real leaf at some point. I've only seen, aside from it, I've only seen a couple of horror movies. Hmm. I saw uh, Scream. I did not want to see it, but I saw it. I saw I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> I still cannot bear uh, oh an open closet when I go to bed at night. I have to close it <laughs> because I don't want someone to come out of it and cut all my hair off. These are such, like, I of know, our Zen. times, teenager horror yeah, movies. Yeah, I know, Zen. No, I love I it. I know. It's great. Oh, God. I saw Sophomore Year in High School. Uh, I remember it was Sophomore Year because I was not able to drive quite yet, and so, my friend's mom picked us up and dropped me off to an empty house, and I was terrified. Uh, I That was uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the one with Jessica oh, Biel. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. That wasn't great. No, that one scared that me. That is a fucked up movie, Zen. Yeah. Who thinks of these things?
1: Um, I think that one was, like, based off of, like, what, Ed Gein or something like
0: that, right? I don't know. He's, like, a serial killer who, like, wore people's skin and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I know that. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> He's a cool guy. <laughs> really cool guy. Oh, God. Um... Those are the main three that I've ever watched. And wow. then adding it. Because I did not know. And I know that uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out during a colder part of the year. Because I had my jacket over my head for much of that film. Because oh, okay, okay. I did not know at that time that I did not like scary movies. Huh? That is how I learned. Because you quickly. never had really watched them anyway. So no, you just like, Scream, really had no reference point. Because even though Scream was a... Like, slasher things are not as scary. Yeah.
1: Because there's an element of like, silly poppiness to them a little bit. Yeah. And like. It's also, it's like David or Cat, and you're just like, what?
0: Can it's I take a. This bu- seriously? When it's a bunch of pe- famous people, yeah. it's a lot less scary. Distance. And like,. Okay, well at least this is a human. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can fight a human. Correct. Yeah. I oh, can't fight a ghost. How That's do you true. fight ghosts? Then? The first time I watched
1: a poltergeist, I remember being really scared. Again, as a child, <laughs> it I, was God. very terrifying because, like, at that time, I was still afraid of ghosts. So, yeah. How do you fight that? Mm-mm. It's not Mm-mm. good. Also, I had, had seen. Well, you know, what was really scary too. Also, very much of our time, mm. like Blair Witch Project, all those movies.
0: <gasps> yes, I did see at least part of that. Paranormal terrifying. activity, all that Never stuff. Never saw that. Those.
1: Mm. Did creep me out big time, actually, for sure. I'm way more comfortable with disgusting, gory stuff. I'm like, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I'm actually fine with.
0: Because it's not likely, and again, it's well, people.
1: But I think, like you said, it's a human being, and you yeah. like you understand conceptually, like there are disgusting and terrible people out there. Yeah. So it's more a, of
0: like a situational thing, yes. like
1: and it gets your adrenaline pumping, yeah. and then you're like, "That won't happen to me. Right. I'm not going to go do that right. or be in that situation." I think, right? Hope. Um, but yeah, something like the poltergeist or like paranormal activity, where it's just Any like a demon ghost in your or house, a ghost? No. and where there's no resolution to the movies, where like the ghost or the demon or whatever isn't like. Ended or exercise yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever at the end I don't love those Oh, just thinking
0: about but that. I I mean I will still watch them <laughs> <laughs> I saw I think it was for paranormal activity in I happen to see part of a trailer and you just see a child get uh, it's as if someone took a put a rope around his waist and then yanked him back mm. and I was just like no sir <laughs> no thank you yeah that is a child how dare you i know this is a film and he was probably fine but it shook me to my core yes and i was like no we don't toss children around i don't know what it is i want the ghost leave the children alone (laughs) just haunt the adults not the children
1: I don't know. I like to every once in a while, like, if I haven't watched a scary movie, while, I'm like, let's really watch it, like oh a scary God. movie. And, like, I'll even pick one that I know one will creep me out, like, one of these, like, paranormal ones. I don't know. It's, like, a weird thing. Like, I just like the adrenaline of it, I guess. Oh, God. But the Saw movies, like, movies like that aren't really scary. And, actually, what I wanted to say was, for the Saw movies, they actually have, like, a shockingly well-woven together storyline. All of the movies really relate to each other mm. really nicely.
0: Isn't it some kind of clown thing with Um eyes? Not a clown. So the
1: main guy is Jigsaw. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it for you.
0: I'm never going <laughs> to see it, Zen.
1: He's he. It's like very stupid. They try to make it like he has this philosophy due to some traumatic experience he so had. Is so it he a, wants it's people a human to value being. Life. It's a human being who wears that stupid mask with the uh, spirals okay. on the cheeks. Yeah, no, and he has, I can't remember scary. what it is. I think I it's like, like wife masks. dies of some illness. So he's like he that's why he chooses people that don't value life like they're junkies they're whatever they're just like generally people who he feels like are wasting yes he would never come for you he's coming for people who he thinks aren't valuing the gift of life that they've been given Uh and that he wants to teach them a lesson and all of the traps that he sets up usually are meant to be very introspective in a very disgusting way like you have to face some truth about yourself To, but it's like very literal so it'll be like oh, you have to look within yourself to blank, 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 blank. And then it'll literally be like you have to dig into your own stomach for a key to, like, unlock the thing that's on your face that's going to, like, rip your jaw apart when the timer goes off. So it's, like, got that's a moral, quote, unquote, so moral. So fucked up.
0: <laughs> your reaction is hilarious right No. Because I mean, <laughs> that is literally just, like, that is the heart of my fear. Like, Torture, but they would—it would never happen to you exactly. As you I said. know these but are always people who have, like, committed crimes, who have, like, Scares me so much. I'm not Fair. important. Thank God. Yes,
1: and also like it's <laughs> not hey. the same guy. No, no <laughs> but, like you would never be on this I guy's
0: radar because you're not all... Uh, but just torture in general is yes. so scary to me. It's so scary. I don't know why I even have to think about it, but I find the idea of physical pain, like enduring physical. Tormenting pain yes. for a long period of time. I mean, I often a genuine fear. I'm like,
1: could I do that? And I'm like, no, no. I'd just be dead. Yeah, like, I know I'd be the first to go in any horror movie. Oh, setting Oh, one thousand <laughs> percent. Like before they open i I'm just like, I'm gone. Yeah, don't even put me in the movie.
0: I see a killer coming and I just throw myself out a window. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I think I would probably be okay with like the Friday the Thirteenth or whatever movies because they're slasher movies. Yeah. I wouldn't like the gore, but they wouldn't scare me as much. Again, people. I don't know how we got into this. I'm sorry. It's okay, but you know what? It's been really oh, illuminating because childhood movies and you had a weird childhood. <laughs> oh, right. Because
1: my top five
0: movies Were,
1: have not changed since I was five yes. to thirty,
0: almost two now. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Has there been a recent movie? Because you mentioned like a movie that would bump like what you. Are attached to from like sentimental value. I'm trying yeah. to think of like a recent film.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I think about recent movies,
0: maybe we should say this for next time. Yes. Think on it. I will. Okay, we'll think me about too. it next time,
1: and I'll try to think a be- of a better thing than like a Best Buy for my <laughs> for my lock and key thing because I feel like that was really a little sad. Would it be
0: like, I mean, <laughs> like a defunct? A defunct Radio Shack. Because mine could also be like a library or like a That's bookstore a good one. or something. Yeah.
1: Look, I'll think of a better one. Okay. <laughs> the one that doesn't make the three people who are listening to it. This
0: feels so sad for <laughs> me. I mean, I'll try to think of what yours could be also. Okay. But I feel like we have the same interests. So <laughs> you it's know me better tricky. than I know myself. And you'll be able to come up with something more creative than I can. I'll work on it. Perfect. Okay. Cool. I'm glad I have homework. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, thank you for listening to Bone Zone, a <laughs> show that started off talking about bones. And men we want to bone, but always
1: manages to devolve oh, into something completely whatever. unrelated. Whatever,
0: that's fine. That's <laughs>
1: what I no, do. that's what makes it
0: great. Uh, check out our Instagram. I usually put stuff up late, but I put it up nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Of uh, random screenshots of the mostly men that we discuss <laughs> because they're so beautiful. They deserve it. Uh, thank you for listening and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.